On this episode, we discuss Boom Studios' Something is Killing the Children, the upcoming Loot Crate Limited Edition Series 2 TMNT figures, HBO Max's The Last of Us series, and Steve explains to us in pretty great detail how he likes to play Grand Theft Auto, which is pretty damn hilarious. But before we get to all of that, again, a bit of a disclaimer, this podcast will most definitely contain some language that is not suitable for everybody. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Not Your Average Nerds podcast, a weekly recap podcast that covers all your favorite nerdy fandom news. I'm your host, Rudy Vela, and today I am joined by... Uh, me, Juan Guerra. It's me, Joel. It's your boy, Steve. All right, so uh, this week's Name That Frame movie was none other than cult classic Mars Attacks. I see one say, okay, I thought you were oh, going to no. press a button. No, I don't got a button pressing. <laughs> it's so hard to like That's, read one because his hands are like yeah. this, con- like just constantly moving. He's ready. He's on the <laughs> They're twitching. Yeah. Uh, the his hand looks like cousin it. I was moving, <laughs> not I was cousin moving it, something the thing. <laughs> Oh, the hairy guy? No, the, the thing from Adam's family, just the hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the thing? What what yeah. Cousin It is the one with the hair? the hair, yeah. Oh, okay. Cousin <laughs> the hair. But yeah, so like I said, uh, this week's Name That Frame movie was uh, Mars Attacks. And shout out to Cameron Smith for, Thank you. for winning <laughs> this week's Name That Frame quiz. Good shit, Cameron. Never uh, seen it. Oh my God. You've never for seen real? Mars hey, Attacks? Which, by, wait, which by the way? What? Did you watch any of the other movies? Okay, so hold up here. <laughs> oh my god! All right, Steve, I was gonna bring this conversation up in movies and series, but I just Steve hear. gave me his account graciously, gave me his account to Amazon Prime, and so I've got Prime Video now. Mm-hmm. But I have been playing a, a ton of Apex, and I have not had time to watch movies. You're what? telling the fan. You're telling what? the fans. What? Not Take me. a point. Hey, I'm, no, you're telling the fans. What? You're literally telling. You're literally telling. Pump Jump in. the brakes. That is a point deduction. <laughs> technical foul. That's a hold technical up, hold foul. up, hold up. Before you scratch off any right, points. Let's, let's hear, let's hear. What's the Was argument? this advertised on the Facebook page? What this movie? Like this we discussed. Movie? Yeah. You don't remember? Where? Where? It was two weeks ago. I, I was not. It was between. I was on tap. It was advertised. Watch. Yep. It was between Young Guns, Young Guns and Sonic. Sonic. Yes. And yeah. everybody chose and Young Guns. Everybody chose Young Guns. And you got at least like six people to say Young Guns. And then mm-hmm. somebody was like, "Wait for Sonic Two to come out, then watch Sonic." That's oh, a lot of weight. Shit. And then, well, yeah, that's <laughs> what they said. And then watch Young Guns 1 and 2 during the weekend. That was two weeks ago. My argument is that you never tagged me in said post. I didn't tag post. you. We discussed but this we talk- You said yeah, get it done. But I didn't realize this was a full did Steve, on when commitment did, what, until it was on a post. When did Steve give you his account information? Like That same. No, it was like last week. So a whole What's, week went by. I'm telling oh, you, yeah, and you didn't use his account information. I, I felt he said like I, I wanted to play Apex instead. You said I will watch it tonight. I did you literally say that. said that? I did say All that, right. actually. Joel, All right. I was, I was watching you to see like if I could get some emotional vibes from you. Yeah. And then the point when you were like, I really wanted to play Apex, okay. you lost So me. I gave it to him on February 15th. What it was this, like eight days ago. Shit. What was the response? What was the response to I said, thanks. Thanks, man. I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> All right. You know what? You lie! Shame. 
Shame. Shame. I will accept Shame. that point deduction because I did promise I would do that. I forgot. Thank you for keeping me in line. <laughs> I will uh, make it a priority this weekend. Also, priority. Wait. You know what? I'll do you guys one better. Oh, settle down. I won't promise. Don't do this to yourself. I won't overpromise <laughs> here. We care about I won't overpromise. I will. Hey, wait, wait. Before before you do continue, right. I just want to inform you. Okay. Steve jumped ahead of you last week. In points. In points. No, he tied. He, no, he, he, tied? he tied him. But now, okay. He's no. officially in full transparency. I was kind enough to let you go three weeks in a row. I let Steve take the first go at this movie. <laughs> but it was super easy. It was super was easy. It? Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman Forever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I need a new list. Nice. Okay. Good job. So, so before you, you, no, no, you, no, I'm you, good. You write this, that check. Yeah. This has nothing to do with points. Yeah, okay. which I don't get rewards for watching movies. Just the you do though. The, I mean, the you cultural, do. The cultural reward is, <laughs> is enough. That and no shame from the fans. And exactly. Stuff. So, the, the due to the fact that I did not. More, more. Uh, I mean, shit. Fact... You guys talked about The Last of Us, and I breezed through that whole goddamn. Oh, shots fired! Shots for Wandy. We have the. Pr- 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 I wish I, I wish I do. I got oh, rid of we it. Got, we got rid of the cold special. How about just that? <laughs> How about some of that? The lamest shit. <laughs> I don't got anything special for that anymore. Breaking my heart. I didn't know we were gonna shoot fire. Oh, you know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I so. don't think there was gonna be any murders today. <laughs> I didn't know I was coming here to be slaughtered, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So, so because I did not watch it last weekend and we have to keep on a schedule, I will watch two movies this weekend. (laughs) I will. I will. Why, though? So, I've got because we have to keep up on our schedules, and if we're going to do this weekly, it's only fair that I. Yeah, yeah, I I got to. Take a nod to the fans and be like, you know what? If you put the time in to vote on this, I <laughs> will put in the time to watch said movie. So I will okay. watch two movies this weekend because I've got four days to do it. There should be a punishment if you don't watch both movies. You committed to it. Like, what's the punishment? If like, I don't watch both of them. <laughs> it's like you chuck two no, no, no. beers or some if shit. If I don't watch both of them, oh, man. you guys can quiz me on this too. No, I don't want to quiz you. Just to prove... <laughs> You know what? I'll, I'll take a screenshot of me watching the movie so you know that I'm watching them. I'll the ask first you a question. <laughs> <laughs> you, if I don't watch them both, then you guys can take away all my points. That's and go it? back down to zero. <laughs> I mean, I need, I need something else. Like, I need, what the hell? I need, look, I need you to... Fucking like if you don't watch both these movies, you want like humiliation. Yeah, at this point, yeah, like you, What's you, the, I want blood. You committed. It's like a week and a half. Bro. I told you, look at like if it was one movie and you were like, yeah, I watched it this week. You put you doubled down. Now you're doubling down and saying, I'll watch. Both. I will watch okay, okay. two movies. Here, let me uh, let me mediate real quick before Juan know, starts Juan's, stabbing Juan, you. Juan's hair is like blinking blonde right now. He's like a mini Hulk over here. <laughs> All right. Um, let me let me see if there's some validity to Juan's anger. <laughs> Joel, have you watched any movie we've asked you to in the history of asking you to watch movies? I think you still have my copy of The Last Dragon. <laughs> I, still, I do still have that at home. But but I, I, not not just that. I mean we've we've given okay. you a plethora. Right. So you guys were discussing and, Godzilla and shit before, and I watched both of those, the Kong and Godzilla movies. Valid. 
That's valid. In yeah, the same tough. weekend, too. Did, did we ask him to watch He did things? not, though. I did it on my own volition. <laughs> Joel, you're not supposed to answer. You, oh. You're not supposed to disregard it yourself. I'm, I'm just trying to prove. Why. I'm trying to prove, hey, I do watch movies. Have you That's watched true. any movie from the 90s or 80s? I mean, <laughs> since, what, since so, we started this when podcast. When I was a child. Yeah, okay, well, there you go. Since we started this podcast, have you watched, have you gone back and watched any movie from, like, the 80s or 90s that I've like put on the soundboard and you're like, man, I have no fucking idea what that movie is. I've never seen that movie. Have you been like, I want to check that out. I've seen that movie now. Hey, man. MCU's been, <laughs> been taking up all my movie watch. So that's time. a big no. Hey, man. That's a big no. So based on my my answers and the questions given to said answer, or to uh, said questions, um, I will say that Juan does have some valid bullshit. reasons to be upset with Push Joel. that bullshit button again. <laughs> so bullshit. It is. All of it. But Joel did, in fact, go out of his way to watch Kong. But I, I mean, did. I'm not going mean, to glorify out, you so, for uh, watching Kong. It's coming it's out soon. It's a kick-ass movie. It's cool. You should have watched it already, Joel. I mean, I didn't have HBO before. Now I do. I'm, I'm moving up in the world. I'm moving up in the world. All right. So, at, so there, I guess there's point. No, I don't know. I'm, all I'm saying is, look, look. If you don't watch at least one of these movies, well, stabbed. what's the next movie though? You still haven't watched the last one. Like, <laughs> if I know, but no, I don't know what number two is going to be. Oh, I the got other movies. Yeah, I mean, you can no, watch no, that no, one too. No, no, no. I got just watch. So Joel doesn't want to watch the last one. I do. <laughs> But I, I want to watch something else this weekend. Just watch. You gotta watch Young Guns. So Young Guns. Watch so, that. Yeah, Young Guns is definitely on the list. How about and Young then Guns? Tomorrow, and do we do we put another? Well, I was gonna say if he likes Young Guns one, just watch Young Guns two. Oh, there's a sequel. There yeah. is a sequel. No, I I think no? we hold not good that enough. Not good it. enough. Just right. because I mean we love Young Guns. Because it's nostalgic. Now, if I've never watched Young Guns... It's a fucking good movie. No, 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 no I get oh, that. But do I want to watch the sequel right after? Yeah, I don't want to watch two I'm not going to lie. Steve's kind. giving me points. Yeah. Steve's yeah. giving me I'm points. I'm not going to lie no. because I don't really like Young Guns too. you got to give me a variety, <laughs> that, that's man. Why I'm, that's why I'm saying. It's like Young Guns definitely have to watch it, okay. but the the overall quality of time spent watching both of them yeah. is a marathon that's rough. We, we, we want to punish okay. you, but not that bad. Oh, that's a good one. I have not seen With that. With John Clyde Van Damme? Yeah. I know of it, though, but I've never seen it. Uh, <laughs> do you Bloodsport like Blood Kickboxer? Yeah, do you like like fighting movies? Well, I thought you guys had a list. I mean, I got a, dude, I got a fucking list, As bro. long as it's on Netflix, Amazon, or HBO Max. Okay. Or Disney Plus. Okay. All right, Tunnel Boys. Let's, uh, how about we agree to this? Tomorrow, we will put two options in the ring for people to vote on. Yeah. And boom, boom. We'll leave your. And then I'll commit. I will commit. So Young Guns, it's, you, Heard you, that you have to watch. Yeah, no, yeah. I will. I will do it. <laughs> so well, Young Guns is one movie though. Yes. Yeah, Young so, Guns is. Okay. I will watch that movie this weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. All yes. Right. You watch. No, but we still haven't I guarantee settled on you, a punishment. This is the so take it off of Amazon Prime. If you don't watch it, what wants this punishment? I'm saying if you don't watch, <laughs> okay, at least Young Guns. What would you suggest? You have to chuck two beers as soon as you get in. That's a reward, time. not a punishment. Yeah, that's that's not really. That's been around five times. What? Wait, what? <laughs> That's just a fun reward at what that point. It? All right, wait, wait, wait. All right, then wait, wait, you guys got to help me because well, how about I mean, how about we? I'm not trying to hurt this guy. I'm not trying to hurt him either. You I'm don't just even saying, be like punching me or anything. No, 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 no. I mean, I just don't. I, I don't know. You're you guys, you're, for, you're for the fury yeah. here right now. I'm how just about, like how watch about, movies. How about you cannot be online for one day? 
That's easy. Like, I'm saying you can't play Apex with PD. Well, I think, I think we're rushing the punishment. Let's just let this marinate. <laughs> we'll we'll conquer. Think about it in the back of your mind while we're okay. going through this well, episode. Like you got you to give up everything and sit in my closet for two days. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I like Steve. I like Steve. Jesus. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Something. I'm not trying to hurt him, but I want him to be like... Committed to watching this fucking movie. I hope we, we, we quote marinate and then you forget about it. And then we just move oh, no. on. Oh, gonna hold on to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be the only thing I think you about the whole, dog the whole podcast. Now. The whole podcast. But yeah, no, no, no. Okay, okay. Let me just update the points. No, no, I won't. I'll update them later. But I'm doing them right now. So. Anyway, shout right. out Cameron Smith. Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> That was like 10 minutes ago. Oh my ago. god, sorry about that, buddy, but I mean, this is your moment, and then uh, Joel... And then I Joel stole it all away. Um, Cameron, if you uh, <laughs> you have some say, too, if you have a cool punishment, let us know oh, when, you, when you reach out and uh, yeah, give us your information, and we'll get some goodies to you, but if you want, send us some punishment ideas in said message. We'll appreciate I, I, it. I hope this podcast doesn't post until next week, so it's too late. Too late, Cameron. <laughs> I mean, we won't meet until <laughs> after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got time. <sighs> and if it's good enough, maybe we'll just live up to it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? All right, so for this week's uh, pick of the weeks for New Comic Book Day we have some titles that you've probably heard uh, before if you listen to this podcast. So I will go over those ones first. And starting with uh, Something is Killing the Children, number 15. Did you uh, pick up? You did pick up volume one, right? Yeah, I picked up volume one. Did you read it? I did. Nice. I only got to chapter four, but I read it. Look at Juan over here reading. Oh, I see you staring at me. <laughs> You're like, look at Juan committing to shit. I see how it is. Oh. I did too. He did. I put my hands he on just my thighs. He turned his head to me. Nice. that side eye. Oh, man. It's like a yeah, dad move uh, right there. <laughs> it was, too. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, I'm excited about that. What do you think so far, though? It's fucking dope. Uh, so I haven't discovered what this teddy bear is, <laughs> right? So, mm. uh, but as far as, like, it's everything that you said it was going to be. And what I asked for, I was like, are kids going to actually die in this? It sounds terrible. Well, like, <laughs> I was like, or is that just like a spoof title type well, it's deal? A father too. <laughs> I was like, is that like for real the title or is that just some play on words type shit? But no, it's straight up. Like there's a monster and killing the children. It's, yeah, it's killing people. So like Pennywise? Uh, eh, I don't know or yet. Like in, the brutal- in the brutality. Yeah in the, yeah. in the same sense of like it's, but it's not feeding on them. As far as I know, it's just kind of killing them. Uh, so I don't really know much about what it is it's i mean for i guess for comics in and i still don't really know much about the monster you're kind of just you're learning more about uh the kid that's affected in the beginning of the comic and the hunter you're kind of learning about those characters in the beginning Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's really good. I uh, gave it to Jeremiah to actually read it. Uh, yeah, I was like, hey man, you want you want to check this out? I was like, maybe you'll like it and shit. And he, so he was like, he said he read it. Actually, he was like, yeah, it's pretty good. I was like, oh sweet, okay, cool. So then I have to go out and buy the second volume. Juan's like, use yeah. this as a warning, son. <laughs> yeah, you wanna watch out. You better do that homework, bro. <laughs> so yeah, volume one definitely will be a build up. Um, I'm not sure you'll get like all the answers. I mean, you definitely won't get all the answers that you. Um, just spoke about but yeah definitely good warm-up um now i mentioned issue one ending in a very uh 
very fucked up way. What do you think of that? Because th- this conversation was brought up when we were talking about the idea and concept of adult themed comics mm-hmm. and DC Black Label and everything like that. Does this lead up? The, like, does this fulfill Little to that, my yeah, to my shits that like I was that, like, that this is what of, it should have been. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, it does. Well, what do you think when you got through that panel? <laughs> which 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 panel is this? I don't remember when that book ended. Like uh, the after the sleepover. Oh, so it's like right when he's like explaining it to the officer. Yeah. Uh I thought it was good. Like I Were wanted you shocked. Was not. No. I, I was what I was not shocked because I I wanted it. Like I was like, <laughs> is this gonna? I was like, is this gonna what happen for real? Is this gonna happen or not? And then. It happened, so I was like, yes, okay, cool, good, good. And I was like, good, this is like, this is what I need it to be. And then from that point moving forward, I actually, I was actually more shocked. Um, the panel that shocked me the most actually is when the two officers are kind of in this house and they're investigating where this, where this assailant would have come from, mm-hmm. and they fucking like show the wall, and the wall has just got a big hole in it, and it's like not possible for a person to just burst through said wall you know because it's like it looks like it's like i don't know if it's concrete or just like drywall or whatever but i imagine it's you you, you know you can't run through a fucking it's wall it's kool-aid man style. yeah so oh, yeah. so you're just yeah. sitting there like well Sticks you know money 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 <laughs> and, and they can't see like adults can't see monsters so they have no idea what they're, they're what they're dealing with oh, they just cool. they just think it's like it's some attacker or whatever or maybe it was a bear or something like that you and, know they, they think it's just children being children and scared of Stuff that they don't understand why it happened. See, it uh, makes it more interesting for me to, to like listen to now. It's it's a cool it's a cool like okay so I don't want to get into details or whatever, but it's it's just a cool it's a cool concept. Like I I would say if you think of Pennywise and something along lines of like what could it be? Because like even in it, Pennywise can only really be seen by children, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, the adults don't really pay attention to it. They know something's happening to kids and shit like that, and they, they want to... choose to ignore it. Yeah, they ignore it. And in this book so far, it's like they're not ignoring it, but it's just there's nothing they can do about it. They don't know why kids are going missing. And, yeah, so then you're introduced to this hunter that comes in that has to, I mean, kill the monster. And they still, like... And it's funny how she interacts with everybody because she's just like... this. She's done it before, and she gets thrown in jail... And she just tells them, like, hey, you're going to get a phone call. You're going to let me out of here anyway. So, like, why don't we just skip past all that and you just let me out? And, you know, she he doesn't believe her, but then eventually he does believe her. And then he gets this phone call and it, like, blows his fucking mind. And I don't know what that phone call said or what the guy said to him or anything like that because it hasn't explained it that far up into the comic. Um, but she's just, like, this above-the-government type type deal. So the hunter can see the monsters. Yes. Mm-hmm. The hunter can see the monsters. She's an adult though. And yep. she yeah, and she uses this uh this teddy bear that from what I can gather has some kind of like spirit or something uh attached to it where she can only see them. So it looks like she's talking to this bear like kind of crazy, but she there's something there and I've only seen it once. Interesting. So far in the comic. But it's an interesting comic. It it seems pretty cool. Um, the characters are really diverse, and the artwork is really well done. So, uh, it was a really good uh, suggestion, and it, it it lived up to the whole gore. And who was it published by? Uh, that is Image, I believe. Is it Image? Boom okay. Studios. Boom oh, Studios. Okay. Um, yeah, I should remember that because I was definitely. Uh, hyping them up when we were talking about it. But yes, yeah, so um, if that sounds, I mean, what Juan just described, um, I didn't want to jump in because I have read further along 
and I don't want to risk saying something that I think was earlier yeah, yeah, and yeah, ruining yeah. it for Juan. Yeah, don't ruin um, it for me. But yeah, if that does sound like something that you would be into or sounds interesting to you, like he said, Volume 1 is out for uh, purchase as of right now. Um, he did mention Volume 2, so I, I guess that one's out too, which uh, makes yeah. sense. The third um, one just dropped like last last two weeks ago. Oh wow! When we were doing the show, it was like it just was up for sale. Oh, okay. so they're like a good year into their run then. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like Juan even said, he's he hasn't finished the whole volume yet. So everything he talked about, he hasn't spoiled the ending of said volume. So don't feel like oh well, now I know everything. You, you know can nothing. still <laughs> you can still read it and be surprised at the end. Uh, but yeah, so something is killing the children from Boom Studios. Uh, that's issue 15. On top of that, we have the Department of Truth from Image Comics. And this is a uh, another, uh, of course, James Tinian, the fourth, made Something is uh, Killing the Children. He also makes the Department of Truth. And again, uh, just another heads up, that's the storyline where conspiracies are real. Every conspiracy that's ever been made is real. And this dude gets dropped into this whole... Um, shadow op and he's trying to figure out what's going on in this crazy crazy world really good stuff um so i always recommend that book that is issue six i believe i can't zoom in right now into my picture oh this artwork's artwork weird interesting yeah. it is yeah it's, it's different it's, it's, it's very it's very like almost like crazy. a watercolor look to it or something like it's yeah faded looking it's i don't it's know it's almost like you're looking through uh amber colored yeah glasses or something mm-hmm yeah, I, I really like that. It, at first, it, it catches you off guard, but it's it's definitely something gorgeous just to keep looking at from panel to panel. Um, but yeah, so Department of Truth, issue six from Image Comics. And then this one I've been really excited about to check out because I've been blowing through every single issue of this as soon as it comes out. And that is Crossover from Donnie Cates and Image Comics. And again, this is what if a summertime blockbuster event say for comic books uh like marvel right now they're doing the whole king in black um dc's doing future state imagine if what happened in those panels spilled out into reality and people had to you know suffer the consequences and see their favorite heroes come out but then realize oh there's also bad guys coming through um so yeah really really cool concept they keep dropping more and more characters within said crossover that you're just like what the hell is going on like last issue legit a gundam shows up and blew my mind uh it's it's nothing really too big it showcases some something of it on the uh on the cover but yeah it was just like the fact that they actually go through with it it's just crazy and that's definitely the smaller crossover tie-in that happens in that issue so they they bring actual real superheroes like Superman, Batman, kind of, or even like Wolverine. Uh, so this one they haven't showcased anybody yet. Um, they have definitely hinted at things. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's a there's a penitentiary where they're keeping all these. I can't remember what they are referring to them as, but all these comic characters in these cells, and you see the likes of um, somebody with a cape and little horns on his head looking like batman uh this girl draws this this character saying i need to find him and it he has the superman s on his uh chest oh wow does he um, look like superman then? it does look like superman and the the two of the main characters are comic book shop workers oh and they find this little girl because um so let me break it out so in this world after the event happens and comic books spill into our world religious 
nuts kind of start seeing uh, comic shops as like the Antichrist. They're like, you you knew this was going to happen and you glorify all this and that. Like, so they're protesting the shop and they're like, you know, another crazy day in this world. And one of these characters shows up in their in their shop. It's just a civilian from a random book, but she's a little girl. Um, their shop gets torched and she's like, I need your help. I need to find this guy so I can get back to my parents. And they open up this page, and of course it has the Superman us, and he's like, "Is that who I think it is?" And she's like, "I think it is." And so you're kind of left at like, "What the hell?" Um, and then it just keeps building and building and building, and um, you find well, it sh- it tells about it in the very first few pages. The main character's parents are stuck in this dome that they closed off, where everything is like a battlefield, um, and that's like the the epicenter of this event. But yeah, it's a really, really good story. It's it's cool how they're going about it and how they're sneaking in different crossover characters and events and stuff like that. So definitely something that I've been more and more excited about. And this issue, I've not been able to read it yet. But after the last page of issue, was it issue three? I think this one's issue four. Um, issue yeah. So issue four just dropped. So the last page of issue three was pretty crazy. Uh, just the reveal that they give you. So I'm really excited to check this one out. I uh, actually have issue one and two at home. I just haven't read them yet. Get to it. I'm so behind <laughs> on everything. I damn Apex man. <laughs> For real. Freaking Apex taking up all my free time. Yo, she got chicken pox though. Oh yeah, that's that's the I know, I know, kidding, that's the artistic look of the characters who are, um from comic book reality they have like a halftone shadow effect to oh. them so it's a, it's a really cool um That's idea of it yo so there's blood in this comic i just seen it so. <laughs> oh walks in <laughs> i wrote it down it's on my list now he's like sign me <laughs> up but yeah so that is crossover from donny cates and it was image comics right that yeah, Image, image, com- image okay. Comics. Yeah, and Image Comics. Um, what else does Donny Cates work on? Because I know the he name. He did Thor for a while. Mm-hmm. He's okay. also doing Venom. He did is Silver he doing Surfer that, is Black. Is he doing that new, the new, not, not the Silver Surfer Black, but that new. The King in Black? Yeah. I think yes. maybe he started it, but okay. then not, he's not doing all the tie-ins. Then maybe that's why I know the name. But that's why that's what has me super like pumped about what this comic can become in the later issues. Because, of course, right now they're dropping little things like, Oh, here's to keep you interested. Here's something you might enjoy from your childhood. And like Donnie Cates is the, he's one of the main guys who he could go to the big two and be like, look, let me borrow somebody. I'm writing this yep. book. <laughs> you want people to go nuts. And of course, everybody likes to play nice. I want this for my own property. Cause image comics, of course, is creator owned. Um, I think he would be the guy who would be like, loan me these characters for four issues. And they'd be like, all right, fine. His, because he is Donny Cates. His run on Thor and his run on Venom right now are like some of the like seminal like mm. you need to read them kind of runs. Hmm. So he's a writer, writer, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so let me show you. Oh, I didn't take the picture of the my my issue actually has a really big spoiler on it on the cover, um, but there are some shadows of characters that it looks like, um, and from what it looks like, it looks like Batman. Don't don't look this up because. They showcase some stuff. Um, oh, I don't want to see it. It shows a shadow of somebody who looks like Batman. Oh, Captain America looks like it's in, like he's in there. That's yeah, the Gundam right yeah, there. Yeah. Um, you look like yeah, Thor does look like he makes an appearance in a shadow running at somebody. Really, and then there's the right hand of doom. Ooh, okay, <laughs> so some Hellboy action going on. 
Uh, but yeah, super cool cover. Big Spawn to get in this thing. I mean, he is Image, so yeah, I know. Uh, oh, you know what? Wait, I'm sorry. He didn't do Thor. He didn't do Thor. No, um, I just pulled up his Wikipedia. Um, he is doing Venom. Mm-hmm. Is he doing I that th- black guy then? The King in Black. Yeah, the King I in believe black, so. I feel but like that's a Venom character. His two big runs for Marvel uh, are the current Venom run and then uh, Doctor Strange. I should have known. That. Okay. Oh. What What was that called? Crossover. Wait. This one says Donny Cates Volume One, The Devourer. Yeah, King. The, the new one, the new Thor. Yeah, the new Thor. This is like the the new run of like that they're doing right now. This came Maybe. out in November. Maybe Paperback. it was Donny Cates. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, my bad. My <laughs> bad again. <laughs> ah, double bad, double bad. I back it up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so crossover number four, Image Comics. Check it out. I mean, whether you're somebody who's into the big two, somebody into independent books. This is a really good mixture of both things. Maybe you are only into Marvel and DC because of the MCU and stuff like that. This might be the book that drops you into a book that tells a grander, more realistic storyline. Um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Um, next up after cool. that, we have... Uh, so these are our top two. And the first one is from the Black Caravan. And uh, what is the... Actual black hair. Can, can you look up uh, the title Phantom Star Killer? Phantom Star Killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that. Just because I want to figure out who the publisher of it is. I can't. I want to say it's Aftershock. Okay. And Aftershock is knocking it out of the park right now. No results for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Phantom Star Killer. All right. And while Juan picks that up, um, I pulled out Phantom Star Killer just purely based on the cover art and the actual um, paper they used for the book, the uh, the cover of the book and everything like oh, that. Oh, this is what that is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is that Aftershock? S- looks like Scout, Scout Comics. Com- okay, yeah. So Scout. Scout's also doing a really good job. And Aftershock and Scout are definitely some of the newer publishers who are very small compared to Marvel and DC. Mm. Um, but they're, they're doing great books and – uh, Phantom Star Killer is actually a dedicated character to the toy line uh, Super Seven. So if you're familiar with the people who are currently working on some of the um, Ninja Turtle toys, they're doing stuff for um, He-Man. I want to say they they did a whole line. Interesting. They, they were the ones that worked on um, that Conan the Barbarian toy that I showed you guys. Oh with the, yeah, with the black yeah. paint on his face. Um, that's Super Seven. And they have a toy line of this character named Phantom Star Killer, and I guess they came up with this whole lure behind him for the packaging and stuff. And they were like, "Hey, this kind of seems like it'd be a cool, whimsical comic book." And from what it looks like, I mean, it's a very bright, colorful type of artwork. It definitely caught my attention like a little kid. So I was like, "Oh, you know, what? issue one, I'll give it a shot." Um, but from what it looks like, it just looks like a throwback to Saturday morning cartoons. Mm. And so I was like, "You know what? I'll check it out." Um, do I know if it's going to be good or not? I'm not too sure. Um, when I asked, uh, it was funny. I looked at, uh, Gavin over at Tardy's comic or collector's corner and I was like, see, you know, and he's like, what? And I was like, yes or no, Gavin. He was like, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so he, he really enjoyed it. Um, it definitely feels like something up his alley, which I know that I'll probably enjoy it, but, um, give it a look. It might be something that you might be into. I just, I'm going to bring it up anyways. Yeah, you remember what I was going to bring up? So he looks like Skeletor, y'all. 
A little bit. Yeah. Let's be real. He like looks a like Hobgoblin Skeletor. Yeah. 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 This actually is a cool comic. What I was bringing, what I said to Rudy earlier off air, was, am I in the minority thinking that Skeletor's voice is stupid? Or is that just like is that is that Steven. like something? And then I asked whether or not that people like <laughs> like that shit, or if it's just like a like. And then Rudy said it's like a. Would you say it was a nostalgia thing? I I, I think it's nostalgic to kids who Be, definitely that grew up went with a cartoon, there. but mm-hmm. like. And I, I have words on this, but I'm gonna let. Steve yeah, yeah, you guys take can talk about one. it. I just think his voice is stupid. I think he looks fucking dope as shit, but I think I his think voice his is voice dumb. Is stupid. What? Come on, He Man. Ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ha. I mean, it just sounds very. It's like it sounds comical. nasally. It's like he's supposed to be the bad guy, so it just makes you like. To me, I'd always like disliked him as the person, like because he's the villain. Right. I'm like, you have a villain voice. Like you sound like an asshole. <laughs> but I mean, you love that voice. Like you wouldn't want him to be like, oh, He Man, I'm going to kill you. Like ha 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 ha. Like he has that high pitch, nasally. Asshole voice. I love that shit about him. Like, <laughs> to, to me, it makes him more like vile. You know, he's yeah. He's uh, he like Steve said, he does capture that villain tone just by playing that. Like when you hear He Man in his strong, I have the power. Yeah. Like he he he's that the warrior. And Even then as you, Adam, he's got still that mm-hmm. like. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then you hear, <laughs> like you hear that guy, and you're like, okay, that's the bad guy. Like even if you were just to see, like if you didn't see anything, and you were like, who's the villain? Who's the bad guy? You know instantly that he is the bad guy, and I, I think that that's captures why, it. That's mm-hmm. why I disliked the live action Skeletor because mm-hmm. he's like, no, he man, like, <laughs> like Frank. What is it, Frank Angelo? Mm-hmm. Frank Lent or. I thought it was Frank Angela. Yeah, Frank Angela. Like he's like a actor, actor. He's like the the not to be or not to be. Oh, so like a he, theatrical, yeah, like so a like theater actor. Played, Shakespearean actor. Yeah, like when he played Skeletor, he tried to bring that to it. When you know he should have just. Been... And, and that that comes at the fault of them trying to compete with Star Wars. They they right. wanted a space adventure, but they needed a villain that was going to go side by yeah. side with Darth Vader and it's like you don't got that like, like and, Skeletor's and, not that well yeah cause <laughs> in the end that's what He-Man was made to do was to combat that mm-hmm. Star Wars but oh, I mean yeah. like mm-hmm. like Netflix better get their shit together well and, we're and, actually talking about that today well good because like all I want is for them to have the voices down pat you mm-hmm. know what I mean like I want whatever the actor is they should like study that shit and be like just like anybody else does that plays a role you know and be like well you know like i i do need to bring that nasally shit to, to <laughs> skeletor and mm-hmm. and like you know uh trap jaw with the shitty mouth talk and you know just like all of them how mm-hmm. they are like i Jason mean that's use a skunk or yeah buddy. but <laughs> that's why you know like it's so big it's such a big part of your childhood the cartoon that it's like that why kill the winning formula that's what we want we want to relive that that's why we buy the toys you know, we don't add add little things here and there, but, I mean, keep it what it is supposed to be, you know. He-Man's got the power voice. skeletor got the annoying asshole voice. <laughs> and, and I think it did a great job, too, because, I mean, it is iconic. Like, Juan, how many times have you watched He-Man? Never. And you know his voice. 
Well, Skeletor? Yeah. Well, I've seen like, Skeletor videos before. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. Skeletor videos. But I, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I think I've said it before, but like, I've never really watched He-Man. Like, yeah. I know of He-Man, but I don't really watch He-Man. I've never seen this fucking movie. Same. <laughs> I, I pulled up this. Do you I guys pulled... know who plays He-Man? Yeah, well, Dolph Lundgren. I've seen that, too. Lundgren. Is it Lundgren? Lundgren. I always call him Lundgren. Lundgren. You, know how many, you know how many fights alone between the house next door and the house on the other side of this house I got into over He-Man figures? <laughs> How many figures were lost to Miss Fanny? What'd you do? Throw them in the yard? <laughs> no, like, yeah, like we were playing, we were playing with the figures in the backyard, and then we get all, get all going with them and shit, and then somehow one way or another, like somebody throw a basketball down, like boom, we just started playing with a meteor. Shira would go into the, to over here into Miss Fanny's yard, and then we'd just be like, "Damn, <laughs> nah," you know. I'd start being like, "What the fuck, dude? I'm never gonna get it back now." <laughs> so whatever, dude. And then the guys on the other side of you. Threw them up on the roof. Of, the, of the, this house? No, not of this house. Of the yellow house next door. Okay. They threw them up on the roof trying to be cool and shit. And then my cousins fucked them up <laughs> and made them climb up and grab the figures oh down. <laughs> Wait, like, He-Man the- was that big of a part of our childhood. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. But yeah, so that, that's what I'm saying. I, I think he, they did such a good job at making his voice iconic enough to where, like, you... You just remember. Is it, it iconic or is it just like so different than what you would expect a villain to sound like that it's just it's that I mean regardless of anything it, it becomes iconic. Like okay, like I'm thinking of like is. fucking like Dr. Claw, right? And that's yeah. his name or Professor Claw or whatever the fuck his name. Yeah. You don't like that's the voice that I expect Skeletor to have. Yeah. But then nah. then he fucking talks like he like he has a fucking sinus infection with no skin. Hell right? yeah. <laughs> I mean, but but then you just fall into the same formula as everybody else. I mean, maybe I, I, you don't think he would have worked. I mean, no, I'm not he, saying he that's not a he char- could have. He's still a badass character. Like I said, his design is super dope. But I don't think that the voice makes or breaks him. Really, maybe like, it's before he became the funny thing is before <laughs> he became Skeletor. He had a regular voice. Yep. He had that, that deep <laughs> voice. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He has a deep voice beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Wait, on the cartoon even, mm-hmm. he had like a swab voice. He had like a suave hey, voice, especially hey, in uh, man. what was it, uh, two thousand the the space like the, the upgraded light, one, the yeah, anime one. They did an origin of him, mm-hmm. and he had like he had hair. He was all blue, but he had like hair, and he was like a like supposed to be a handsome he, he, guy. Yeah, he kind of he kind of reminded me of a uh, Dracula from Castlevania. Yeah. Yes. So then after yeah. he lost his skin or some shit, he like yeah, and then yeah, when some after shit goes yeah, down. and then when whatever <laughs> happened to him after that, then he. He had a Joker moment and came out. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he has that classic <laughs> laughing thing because yeah, he's not he's not purdy no more. I, I'm gonna press play on this. I don't want to feel good. I, I, I want to feel evil. I want to hear what he sounds like on this movie, and I think we're gonna hear him talking right now. I have no yeah. idea, but I'm I'm going to press play, and we're just gonna we're gonna hear this together. I stand before the great eye of the galaxy. You ain't lying about the like the whole Shakespeare type mm-hmm. thing. You can like kind of sense that. Let me let me skip a little bit. Inevitable moment will transpire before your eyes, even as He-Man himself bears witness to it. That That's mask how- looks better than Shao Kahn on, on Annihilation. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Not yeah. play a cartoon version. <laughs> okay, let me find it. Oh, it's easy enough. It's yeah. fine. There you go. Oh, uh, here we go. At his best, eh? Hopefully there's no ad. Oh, of course we're going to get an ad. All right, just ad. Damn ads. We don't get money for this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. Fast forward a little. The loyal sub. 
Wait, 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 here we go. He's about to talk shit to somebody. But at least man at arms won't be a problem anymore. You villain! Did that sound like? I mean, that shit down. Nah, that's loud, man. <laughs> that, was the, that was like echoey on his part or your part. I think that was, uh, I don't know. Go forward more. You're going to the same spot. It's like a whole damn episode. <laughs> that's, that's the best of. It's the best of. Yeah, right there. Here we go. What have you done with my father? Here. See for yourself. It's just the bomb. I mean, all right, I guess. Yeah. So, anyways, you guys could be the deciding factor. It looks like a ripoff of the Hobgoblin. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was saying. Well, what's the dude with the shield and shit? Your favorite guy, Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That ain't no Taskmaster. It's better than Taskmaster. (laughs) Taskmaster. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so Phantom Star Killer issue one. Like I said, I I picked it up on a whim. Uh, Gavin said that I would enjoy it, and he really does know my taste so um i'm sure that i will but just looks as looks alone it, it definitely did catch my eye seems old school mm, and to close out our picks of the week and the comic book segment of this week this is definitely my number one pick of the week i, I found out about this uh not too long ago and then today i actually found out what it's about and i was like all on for it so um it says the new Aftershock series, and of course, like I said, Aftershock Comics has been killing it recently, uh, imagines a different take on the nuclear paranoia of the 1950s America. And it says, what would have happened if the 1950s Cold War had gotten far less cold? Aftershock Comics' new series, Nuclear Family, attempts to answer that question with a story about a Korean War veteran and his family who have to deal with the nuclear war literally in their own backyard. And so I was like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. And it sounds familiar to me. And this is where I was like, yup, I'm reading this. I'm excited for this. I hope this is good. So it goes on to read the series based on the Philip K. Dick short breakfast, so a short story, Breakfast at Twilight. Um, and this is a short story that I've read a long time ago. Um, when I was, I mean, Juan can uh, agree uh, we used to read a lot of short stories. Juan was very much into Stephen King's type of short stories and everything like that. And uh, myself included, I really enjoyed reading just small format stories. And I can't remember why or how I got my hands onto this book, but I read it when I, when I was younger. And it takes place with this family who kind of wakes up in their daily routine, getting ready for work, getting ready for school. And when they go to venture out for their day, they find that their world isn't the same way they left it when they went to bed. And they wake up in this like post apocalyptic, like nuclear Holocaust type of scenario where they have this run in with these military guys and they're like freaking out because like, what are you doing here? How is your house in like pristine condition? What? How's there a woman here? And they find out that they have these different work areas for different sex and age and everything like this. And they start raiding their cupboards and they're like, what the hell you have coffee, you have butter, you have like all this different food. And they're like, we're taking all this. You have literature. They burned all the books and they find out that they're, they somehow jump time into this. It's not an alternate reality. It's their future. And they're just like, what the hell's going on? And, Long story short, they, they had to figure out a way to get home. But 
I just remember that short story and I was like, that was a really cool short story. And um, when I was reading the description, I was like, hey, that, like, that sounds familiar. And then when I found out that's what it's about, I was like, hell yeah, I'm all in for that one. Um, so I'm really excited to see what they do with it, how they switch it up. It is a it's not going to be like a super long ongoing book. But as of right now, they don't really have a for sure closing issue, um, which isn't too bad. I don't see them going too far with the storyline. But either way. I, I was really excited after I found out this was based on that short story, Breakfast at Twilight. It just came out, right? Yeah, just came out today. Yeah. Oh, today? Shit. Yeah. All right. New comic book day, dog, every Wednesday. Breaking news. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is Wednesday. <laughs> uh, it, but, yeah, that uh, that short story, I want to say, is from, like, the 60s or something like that. Super old story. So yeah, it's, it's kind of really? cool to see that they're, ad, like, taking the adaptation from something is that old. This, it, uh, is it actually from that, or is it just coincidence that it kind of represents the kind no, of same says, thing? No, uh, it says it's based on. Based on that short story? Mm -hmm. So oh, I'm sure they're okay. going to have some changes and everything like that. But uh, So, yeah, this says uh, it's about a family that seems like the ideal – Family in the 1950s, but when an unexpected nuclear attack happens on U.S. soil, they find themselves propelled into an alternate future where the U.S. has fled into underground bunkers and uh, unending nuclear war. Family struggles with this grim outlook on their future while also trying to find a way home. That's dope. So, for me personally, I am a big, not a buff, but I am a big, like, sucker for, like, 1950s 1940s 60s you know it's like old shit mm -hmm. like that type of era like before like cell phones and internet was right. like a huge thing I, I i'm like a real sucker for those types of timelines like down to earth white picket fence type deal even if even though that has nothing to do with like me or like the family i grew up in like it's just that idea of like the, the like i'm looking at these old ass cars and just, like, the used car salesman guy and just, like, that type of, like, shit. Like, I was playing L.A. Noir, mm -hmm. and you kind of get thrown into, like, I don't remember if it's the 40s or the whatever it is. That's in, I think, the 50s. Yeah, the 50s? Okay, and I love that game because it, it brings me to that timeline, right? But the comic, that's why this seems so interesting to me. And then on top of it, like, you play Fallout. Yep. And once Fallout take place because i feel like that's that's in the future way in the it's future. a future but it feels like the fucking yeah. like the 50s like it's the... it's so what happens is it's the bombs fall in the 50s right mm. and you the, everybody well, goes yeah, to their bunkers the, yeah. and they're in their vaults and then they come out yeah. way after and then you find but everything and... that is from the old time is from the 50s mm -hmm. and they just like they remake it or they make shift it to be futuristic but I, I don't know. I love that. Like, that's why I was so pissed off about that fucking game, XCOM. Um, originally, it was supposed to be, like, in the 20s or the 50s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they fucking changed it, and then it was like, it's 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 not what they was, you know, it's not what it used to be. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, so that alone, to bring me into that period, to relive that kind of period, because I, I love it, that's enough to get me to want to read the comic. Like I said, it that was my number one pick for this week. Um, just dropped. I know Tardy still good. had some copies of it and everything. But looks like, good though. Yeah, it's called Nuclear or yeah Nuclear Family Number One from Aftershock Comics. Um, one thing that I will say, closing out comic books, Aftershock. If you see that and it seems like it might be something that's up your alley, it's damn worth it for one issue. I mean, the chances are you're gonna end up subscribing if that's something you do to the book but it's definitely gonna be something that that you'll enjoy 
So, yeah, Aftershock Nuclear Family number one. Well, that's good. You, I uh, well, of course, there's uh, some assembly required. You get to talk about that pump, bitch. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, man, what's still about? I thought you were talking about Skeletor. <laughs> all right so for fig life this week we actually have one topic that spans into a couple different things but that's all we'll be talking about for fig life today and uh to start things off loot crate announced the limited edition series 2 teenage mutant ninja turtles line um in a article they go on saying loot crate the world leader on fandom subscription boxes and NECA the leading creator, marketer, and global distributor of licensed pop culture products have teamed up again to bring Turtle Lovers the TMNT Limited Edition Series 2. This awesome collection of limited edition TMNT collectibles, apparel, and gear follows the first series that quickly sold out with collectibles and figures going for over $300 on eBay. They're really trying to fucking sell this. Well, not to to jump off on a tangent, but... Loot Crate was, like, in trouble for finances last year. Like they were, oh, yeah? They were going to go out of business. They were, like, bankrupting themselves, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... Are we buying licenses or what? I, gonna... I don't remember what it was exactly, but I'm sure this is probably, like, them saying, like, hey, guys, <laughs> valuable shit here. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, know? whatever it is, they're definitely trying to sell this. Yeah. <laughs> when, that, when Loot Crate first came out, I, sub- I was subscribed to it, mm-hmm. and I would get the boxes, and I would be like, oh, this is fucking dope. But looking back on it, mm-hmm. I'm like, that shit was kind of like, I mean, what was it? It was like 20 bucks, 20 bucks a month at the crib yep. when it first started. Yep. And I don't ever remember getting like, now that I look back on it, like an actual full size figure. Everything okay. was like little trinkets and like little, little replicas from certain games. Mm-hmm. And I, I just like the fact that this little box of curated goods was brought to my door and then all of a sudden you start seeing things like pop in a box and uh legion of collectors where you get these funko pops and then i got big into the funko pops and i started buying boxes solely based off of funkos (laughs) and uh at one point i legit had like probably five or six monthly subscriptions coming to the house every month and then and to this day in my basement there's a box with all of those damn boxes, whatever that was in them, mm-hmm. down there. And at the time, I was like, oh, this is pretty dope. I'll put it up in display. And now I go down there and I look at them, and I'm like, that's why you sons of bitches went bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's break these down real quick, because uh, they do have four different uh, themed crates that you can get. So first off, crate number one is uh, the 1990 movie-themed crate. And this comes with the exclusive Danny Pennington figure. I do not like him in this movie. I actually prefer him from the uh, show Workaholics. And Juan, I think you were the one that sent the quote from uh, Punk Workaholics. Punk Danny. Yeah. If you have not watched the um, Ninja Turtles Workaholics episode, <laughs> there's definitely a good scene where they're fighting in the sewer and they're complaining, saying that one's not Leonardo. He's more like Danny. You were a Foot Clan member. What did you just say? You're not just a member. You're Danny. Danny. You're that punk bitch Danny. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> <laughs> the anger. 
character in his voice when he says punk bitch. Wait, and he plays that character in the Turtles movie? No, no. So they're in that episode, they're trying to they're acting like the Turtles and they're they're showing like who their favorite one is. So um Adam is Raphael. Uh, Durs picks Leonardo regret- regrettably because they're like you're not a good leader like you're not even <laughs> oh. you're not even cool turtle and so they're talking shit and it goes on to them arguing and he compares him to like in that scenario of them picking <laughs> characters he would be a member of the foot and, and then he would that, be Danny he'd be the, yeah, the play that again I love that shit oh, you want oh did you cut it out I, I, I oh, got right. it yeah, it's all good it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> but yeah so definitely watch that episode but like I said uh, this comes with the exclusive punk bitch Danny Pennington figure <laughs> a TMNT t-shirt and more uh, going on to crate number and two. More. Yeah, more. <laughs> uh, you get the arcade themed uh, crate, and this is a NECA exclusive Armagon figure. And for those of you that might not remember Armagon, I didn't recognize him by name. He's actually the cyborg shark, like the mutant shark that they go up against. Um, he show he shows up in oh, the he's in the fighting game. fighters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's very obscure type of villain and everything. Uh, but yeah, the way they describe him, he is a mutant cyborg bounty hunter shark. I might remember him. Super hardcore TMNT, right? There. I mean, you gotta fucking be, you gotta be part of the like, you know. He looks like this. It is pretty cool. He's oh, voice he's in that Super Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he shows up in one of the, uh, the I want to say the 2012 series where he's voiced by Ron Perlman, which that's looks pretty like it dope. Fits perfectly. I never finished that series, but that's a great series if you guys like fucking turtles. And uh, crate number three, comic book themed. You get a mutant shredder exclusive figure. So uh, I don't know if this is going to be based on the what they showcase in again the 2012 series where he legit fucks up uh, Splinter. Or I saw not. that clip. Yeah, <laughs> pretty fucked oh, up so stuff. Bad. It's crazy. <laughs> Are they just gonna reissue that one? Because it looks like a super shredder, my guy. So that's not the same one. Are you sure? It comes sure. in a new box. Does, does it? This one says it's comic book themed. I don't know, man. This ain't it. Super shredder. It's Shadow a mutant Master. Shredder. Mutant okay. shredder. All right, I'll find that right now. I'll find it real quick. Keep well, th- those ones they don't have images yet of what they look yeah, like. I bet That's they what do I'm saying. online, bro. I bet they no, do they're, they're they legit mm-hmm. just released images and they're blacked out Im- like uh, with the green unlockable characters. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, and then moving on, crate number four. Uh, this is cartoon themed, and Juan, I think you will like this one. So, are you familiar with the Dark Turtle? I actually am not. No, I don't think so. So the Dark Turtle is Donatello's Batman-esque um, superhero oh. alter ego. Wait, 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 wait. If I see it, then I probably know it. I'm about to look it up right now. Yeah, so this is when he goes out as like a Batman superhero um, crime fighter, and he calls himself the Dark Turtle. They should have had him in the crossover. Hmm? They should have had that in the crossover. <laughs> yeah. I don't see anything. Right there. Where? Where? Uh, second, second. Literally, row. like... Red right eyes. next to your... Juan, yeah, right? Juan. Or this guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I never... I, maybe from an old toy. From like an old fucking toy. Yo, I, that's going to be available? Yeah. I might take him over fucking Danny. Wait, <laughs> I mean, I would. What the Yo, fuck? I, I legit thought you were going to buy like all four boxes. I was like, he wants uh, all those necklaces. I, I want Randy and I would take that. <laughs> Randy? <laughs> Randy. <laughs> I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> I need a, I need that Randy thing, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's like Ralph. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Let me get that Randy, bro. That's why I don't care for that character, but I need to have him because he's part of the, the collection. You got Leo, you got Donnie, you got oh, Randy. Randy. <laughs> Ralph and Randy. It's that new series. Oh, oh yeah. man, we need to make bootleg figures. <laughs> that's Dark Turtle. I need that. That shit looks hype, dude. I'm not gonna lie, no and and I, I'm excited at? to see how NECA handles it because they are the taller ones, so it's not gonna be like the Mattel Playmates type of uh, figure or anything like that. So yeah, that comes in crate number four, which is the uh, cartoon themed, and here's the kicker. So they are doing something like a build a figure, but of course you don't get parts per figure. They say if you order all four crates, you will get a Scrag bonus figure. The fuck is a Scrag? So, Scrag is a uh, character where his name is never used in universe, but it's seen in storyboards and in a coloring book. What? But he is a member of Bebop and Rocksteady's gang. Oh, so he's a punk bitch. All right, yes, cool. he's one of those little punk boys that hangs out <laughs> with those two. Um, he looks like uh, if Flock of Seagulls oh, had a love child dude. with Wolverine. <laughs> I remember him from the fucking first the first uh, episode. Yep. What one is he? Scrag. He looks like Flock of Seagulls. He's got a double mohawk. Oh, <laughs> Flock of Seagulls. He looks like he Flock of lying. Seagulls. He does had a love like... child with Wolverine. Let me see Flock of Seagulls real quick. I'm Damn. pretty sure he does. <laughs> he does. Wait, and these are 50 a pop? These are 50 a so pop. 200 so if you bucks, drop 200, he does look like Flock of Seagulls. You get a Scrag figure. Bro, that's a lot of money. I'm getting the statues, though. He is Flock of Seagulls. He is Flock of Seagulls with purple hair. Um, But, yeah, so I, I think that's why they're dropping the idea of, you know, some of these go for $300 a piece because, I mean, if that spirit splinter from the uh, campfire scene in the first movie was in the set, I mean, that pays for the set right there. Uh, who knows? Maybe this might turn into that. Maybe. Yo, Danny's not going for 300 I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, Danny's not going for that. <laughs> no, nobody likes Danny. Yeah, maybe, bro. maybe. Brandy's yeah, the Dark Turtle. Yeah, Dark Turtle. And then especially if you get all four, that Scrag is going to mm -hmm. be that. And that that's what I'm thinking. That shit. Mm -hmm. So I, I think if people are into like that Dark Turtle figure, I'll get uh, that Armagon, stuff like that. Armagon is actually not bad. It's a cool name. Scrag might be that figure that is very limited because not everybody's going to get all four. Right. And then somebody might want it. And, you know, later on down the road, mm -hmm. they pay ridiculous money. Yo, so, Danny only comes with fucking headphones, just so you guys know. At least that's what I see. He comes with a secondary head sculpt, too. That's stupid. That's like, it does, what does it do? Like, what do you want him to come with? I mean, 20 like, bucks? What is, yes, I want him to come with the fucking $20. The, the painting in his pocket? The fucking, that would be cool too. That would be cool. Shit, something. Maybe Boy. even like a, maybe a foot head or something. Did he even, he got no, the bandana. No, he, yeah, he, he, don't, he never got the costume. That's why they say he's not even a member of the he's foot. Not even he's foot. Danny. Yeah. Because oh, one, yeah. he can't fight. He can't steal that good. I mean, so, he's, yeah, still he, he was, he's still pretty good. He's still that He's still funny. It was 20. on the table. Nobody was in the room. I mean, she fucking didn't even know about it. Like, he gave her the money. She's like, wait, well, I mean, whoa, what's this $20 about? He's like, don't worry about it. I fucking stole it and shit. Like, <laughs> anyway. Turtles won, right? Yeah. I have to need to rewatch that. Movie. I was going to say, did you fucking <laughs> no, I've seen it before? It's <laughs> been. No, it's been forever. Like, 20 plus years since I've seen that movie. No, oh, man. It's so good. Uh, but, yeah. So, if you are a, uh, a collector. Of Turtles figures, that might be something that is up your alley. I am with the guys. I think that Dark Turtle figure sounds like the coolest one that they will be releasing. Won't let me order it. <laughs> well, shit, you can order if, it already? If, uh, I mean, clearly you can't. Clearly you can't. <laughs> Steve uh, would know. 
if if Danny was cheaper, I would have him just for funny reasons. Fifty bucks though for some Danny. But that's what I'm saying. If he was up. at the store for twenty, maybe. Like what is the shirt? Are the shirts standard or are they random? I don't know. Like you know what I mean? Like does every person get a different shirt? Typically with know. those loot crate boxes, it's like a set shirt per box per month. Okay, so but once somebody get gets it, shirt. then I could just be like, man, that shirt fucking sucks. But they could do four <laughs> different shirts. <laughs> All right. Oh, there All it right. goes. So what next there up. Goes? What do you mean there it goes? He's buying it. got through it, I guess. You, got, you bought yeah. it? He's buying it. Where? How? Loot Crate, man. <laughs> this com? is Loot Crate exclusive, one. Loot Crate.com. Are you yeah. getting Randy, though? No, fuck that Randy. No, no, no Steve. No, no, no. <laughs> I want... I want Dark Turtle. <laughs> I'll give you Dark Turtle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right. And while these two are going to be typing away, putting in, their, crate bonus figure. putting in their uh, information on the online, I'm going to tell you about some toy listing rumors. So um, I can't remember. Hasbro, uh, they are the ones responsible for all the Power Rangers toys and everything like that. They released some uh, toy listings. And within that, People, some like you know, eagle-eyed nerds saw some of the listings, and they revert or they um, were confirmed to be the Turtles Power Ranger comic crossover. Ooh. So for those of you that weren't aware, last year uh, there was a ID no Boom Studios crossover of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and has some really really cool designs of both uh, characters and powered up modes and regular forms and everything like that but the rumor is there will be a lightning collection mighty morph or mighty morphing power ranger slash tmnt crossover figures and uh did anybody see that series before or did any of you guys know that was out i've seen the pictures but i've never i have a com i have an issue oh do you oh, what one the, the turtles power rangers crossover i think i have an issue yes okay i think i have one all right, so yeah, I mean, for those of you that are wondering what it's about, uh, Shredder attacks Angel Grove and the Turtles team up with the Rangers. <laughs> wow, that's the oversimplification. Yeah, oversimplification. <laughs> and then read the rest of your damn self. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what they're saying in this rumor from the listings, uh, they picked up that there will be three two-packs, um, no confirmation on what it will be, who will be in there, and on top of that, there will be a single Green Ranger Shredder figure. <laughs> These fuck boys are talking about their toys right now and what they're. Well, I was like, I want all four for <laughs> this. Well, I don't know, man. Two hundred bucks? No, I'm not. No, that's Keep too going. much. Don't yeah. do it. I'm not. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, uh, there will be three two packs and a one pack with the Green Ranger Shredder. And if you have not seen mm. the design behind Shredder as the Green Ranger, it's gorgeous. Like it's one of the coolest designs I've seen. And I was like, man, Mom, bring that up. That definitely <laughs> is something that I'm gonna be looking for for a figure. Um, but yeah, there could be a bunch of different combinations that they go with um of course you can do the turtles or the rangers as they normally are i don't see them doing maybe the turtles but i don't think the rangers just because you can get those in legacy um designs anyways they look the same as they do there uh what i'm curious if we're going to get um ranger style turtles because we do see that within the comic book mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and of course uh leonardo is the blue ranger uh, Raphael being the Red Ranger, and then they kind of mix things up a little bit with Michelangelo being. Uh, or did I say Raphael's the Red Ranger? You or? did say that. Okay, did. cool. I, I, then I'm reading ahead, and I thought I said something else. Uh, Michelangelo is switched over to the Yellow Ranger, 
And uh, I mean, Donatello sense, right? is jumped over to the Black Ranger, leaving April O'Neil as the Pink Ranger. Uh, so, yeah, I'm curious if we're going to see them kind of rangered out and everything like that, which people were kind of complaining about April O'Neil and it would just be a reboxing of the same character. But you could add a additional head sculpt of April and right. make it better. I mean, even at that point, you can have April holding her helmet like it would be a pretty cool figure. Uh, or I'm curious to see if they're going to be having the Rangers in their ninja form, because in the comic book, they have, um, of course, the turtles with the power coins and um, as Rangers and everything like that. And then the kids who are the Rangers, they take this like ninja outfit and everything and they dress up like that. So either way, they both look like both teams look really awesome. And when I saw this series, I was really hoping that they would make toys of that because I have the first three issues, I believe. I've not read it yet just because I never got my hands on the last mm-hmm. ones. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know what that means. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, they they look awesome though, so I, I'm I'm really excited to see if they do that. All I know is that I have seen an image of a turtle inspired Megazord Ooh. in that series, and if they make a toy of that, that would be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, just a lot of uh, turtle toys coming out, and uh, look something at how pretty it is, to. bro. You know what? I don't know if I actually have an issue with this. That's the one I got. But now I do. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what did you get? Did you get Dark Turtle? I uh, got Dark Turtle, bro. That's the only that's the only one I needed. Hey, by the way, uh shout out. Did you guys did you guys try the stuff? I don't know if you guys had the uh, what? This. Not no, yet. not yet. I am waiting to uh drink mine with Marcy. Okay, well I'm plugging this gummy juice. Uh are you gonna make any more, by the way? We're trying to, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's very strong. Tastes very good. But it's very strong. My just favorite right now. <laughs> So just in case you guys want to know, yeah, that that gummy juice. You look, what, do you taste the gummy bear in it? I do taste the gummy bear in it. That's what I wanted. Do you taste the Steve? Mm, that's what <laughs> you do not want. <laughs> I taste some of it. Uh, taste all that. I didn't just put my heart and soul into that. He's like, I ate a lot of gummy bears first. <laughs> He's going to have a selfie of him in the vet. <laughs> 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 like fucking uh, oh, the dude from fucking Beer Fest. I honestly have I've watched Beer Fest once when I was like Das Boots super young and I was hammered. <laughs> I've never seen it. You guys Yo, have never seen Beer Fest? I've never I've seen, seen it. that movie. Pedro I, I has, watched it when I, I was hammered. The, but. Um, the big dude. I, I don't remember his that. Name. His, his, he's the he's like the uh, uh, look up. Damn it! The, you it's want me to look um, that up or? Farva, but in Beer Fest. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I bet he's not better than Farva though. Yes. But is he the same guy? In, he's no, 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 they're, they're not the cops. Up. Oh, he's not Farva. Farva. No, they're, they're playing different characters. Though, yeah. No, but he's the guy that plays Farva. So yeah. Kevin Heffernan. It's the actor. Yeah, What's his name in the in the movie? His name in the movie Gill Landfill. 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 Yeah, that's the one. Is this okay? No, never mind. He's like he, he's in a vat of beer, and like he's <laughs> there's a part where like he's uh. Towards the end where they're like, they're done training, they beat these Germans in the beer drinking thing, then they get a recipe and they come to steal it, and one of their assassins kicks him into a vat of beer, and this dude's just sitting in there, <laughs> floating in the beer, trying to save himself, but he's drinking the whole damn thing down, 
Till it starts spiraling. <laughs> is it a ridiculous? Steve. Is it like a ridiculous comedy type deal? Dude, it's just like it Super like Troopers. It. It's like yeah, Super okay. Troopers. Okay. It's fucking hilarious, especially if you like beer. Das Boots. Das Boots. I like Super Troopers. It's got like Will Forte. Um, oh yeah, he plays one of the Germans. <laughs> Grandpapa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. All right. Uh, yeah, we we cleared out. Uh, Where are we going? Fig. So gaming news. Oh yeah. So you guys aren't gonna get this. Maybe I don't know. Let's find out. You guys ready? <laughs> All right. So again, wait until it's done, and then buy. You guys want to figure out who goes first now, or are you just gonna just just shout out that shit? Uh, mm. I mean, gaming. We'll just we'll just. All right then. Here wait we go. And Remember the only only one shot. One shot, y'all. Blow your load. You, you get, get one get load. One shot. You get one load. Here we go. Oh come on, oh, Joel knows. So easy. All right, Joel, settle down. <laughs> Gotta work. Damn. Now we're waiting for the ending. Mass Effect. Which one? Which one? Two. Oh. <laughs> All right, Joel. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right now. I just uh, played Clue with your ass. I know right you there. did. <laughs> I've got the worst poker face ever. So I was just like, oh, I fucking know. And this. as soon as I heard Joel say too easy, too easy, I was like, all right. Joel finds this easy. He was just talking about a game that Juan was super pumped out, pumped up about, and the fact that damn Juan it. wanted to mention something earlier. Yeah. Using your damn detective skills. Yep. I played Batman. Batman's a punk, bitch. <laughs> and then I, when Juan was like, which one? I was like, I don't even fucking know how many there are, but I was like, you both There's said part two them. was the best. <laughs> so I did I not like, say that because I've only played part oh, one. Okay, so then Joel Shame. said that. I played part You better part. play that Legendary played, Edition when yeah, it comes I do. out. I did. That's why I wanted to like I said. I played Clue, dog. <laughs> Good job. You deduced it. Not nah, two is the best. Like I said, I've only played a little bit of the first one, so I shouldn't Bro, have got that one One, right. though, I mean, one was fucking you gotta great. You replay them from start to end, man. One, two, and three, because then they carry over uh, just decisions. Just that, that storyline. Rudy, you got to play it, dude. With the Reapers? Like, that's, yeah, just that. The the way they explain the Reapers and how they're there before, I don't even want to say it. But well, like they're in all three of those games, well, dude. But I just, okay. Well, I I'll, don't, say, I'll say this. I have always wanted to play that game. I don't know if it's free anywhere or anything like that, if it's on any of the passes or anything like that. And I just, I haven't put money into it, but even Pedro speaks very highly of that game. And I want to say he's told me and Victor to play it before. Um, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I'll probably give it a go. I will say this. I do have some games in my back catalog that I told myself I want to start getting through. I've been playing you Star Wars, the Fallen, the Good shit, Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order, Order yeah. um, which I've been having a lot of fun with that. And for some odd reason, I got all the like gold pieces to make my saber so i got like an orange saber oh, that's nice. all badass yeah yeah it's orange awesome. saber. yeah, this dude, oh, <laughs> yeah it's sherbet. cool oh sherbert ass. it's gold baby <laughs> I love gold. Yeah. um uh like i said i, I do want to play through mortal kombat the last one i'm finally over ronda rousey a sonya blade because yeah. that trailer was so good 
Uh, I've been that, listening to Mortal game. Kombat Ooh, High a lot. The game is so good. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, okay. yeah. yeah. Shout out to Mark Cooper. Yeah. So I, I told him too. I was like, "Yo, that that trailer got me got me feeling some way." I've been listening to your song a lot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I want to play through that. And now that uh, you know Steve's been hyping and talking about The Last of Us and stuff, and uh, it might be time to play Part Two. Part those. Hell yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot of single player games that I want, and I've I've been like regulating my sleep schedule a little bit better, and trying to move things around to earlier. So like usually when my friends are getting on, sometimes if they send me an invite, I'll be like, all right, I'll, I'll play some with you, but I'll I'll just be like, no, I'm I'm just gonna go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that leaves me with more time by myself to in the morning play a mm. single. Yeah. Um. I I could in the morning. But uh, Scar's a, a madman. Give her a controller, bro. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, bro, it works, if, bro. If I'm sitting at my desk playing, she wants to stand on the no, desk no, no, and no, run no, around. No. You give her that controller, you tell her that she's totally playing. I did it to you. Fucking it works, all right? But, but back then, controllers didn't have lights that light up. She knows when the controller's not on. You turn it on. You just don't sync it. Come on, now. We don't have that many AA batteries, though. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, maybe. But whenever she sees me pressing the button, she'll put whatever she has down, and she wants that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she takes my stuff. She's a bully. <laughs> <laughs> Big old bully. All right, so for gaming news, uh, I know that we have one thing. We might have two things uh, to talk about. Uh, first off, I wanted to bring this up because it's been everywhere recently. A lot of people have been talking about this. And if you are a Grand Theft Auto fan, you might want to pay attention uh, but IGN reported saying that lawmakers are trying to ban Grand Theft Auto again. And this is from the IGN Daily Fix saying today on the Daily Fix, legislators are trying to ban Grand Theft Auto again. This time they're targeting games like uh, GTA 5, which feature violent acts such as carjacking, <laughs> which is quite literally the name of the game in GTA. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, Bent Studios Days Gone is making its way to PC, becoming one of the latest PS5 exclusives to receive a PC port. And find, what? It's written on different news headlines. Yeah, that was a really dumb article. There's a, hey, <laughs> really short. Hey, real um, quick okay. bullet point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and it's, that's the, like, legit. Check this out. That is the link. <laughs> that is the title. And then it just goes on to talking about. Surprise. Okay. Uh, IGN, you're fucking up. Um, anyway, so yeah, IGN just failed me. Uh, from what I've gotten about this is it looks like, um, I want to say it was Indiana. There, uh, a, a certain state is complaining. It's oh, is it Illinois? Yeah, it's Illinois. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Illinois is complaining that there has been a rise in car thefts and everything like that. And because, because it's GTA. called Grand Theft Auto, oh, Lord. clearly they're playing this <laughs> tutorial game. And they're learning how to steal the cars. Shit, and that teaches you how that. to hotwire and everything. It doesn't teach you anything. It teaches you how to run up on somebody at a stop sign. Press and, that triangle, and say, baby. Them's my ducats and now. Punch them in the face. <laughs> Them's yeah. my ducats. Like, you, you, uh, fucking Dave Chappelle teaches you how to do it better when he's like, I need this. I need this. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I think this is like ridiculous. And all, all I keep thinking is like, that spongebob meme like how many times do we have to teach you this lesson old oh, man. man yeah <laughs> because it's like how, how many times are you are they gonna keep pressing and pressing and being like video games are the monster and blah 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 and it just doesn't make sense it it was almost laughable when i kept seeing this pop up and 
how much discussion it's bringing up and people are like oh it it might actually happen and it's like if it did that's ridiculous dumbest thing and ever. it's like this shouldn't have been brought up anymore since the 90s like there's no need for it it, it showcases that yeah some messed up people might be playing video games a lot of normal people are playing video games as well that don't have the urge to want to just like hurt someone or steal a car or rob a bank or go skydiving off of a very short mountain like you can on Grand Theft Auto Yo. or ride a ride a Sea-Doo in a Speedo with a unicorn helmet on. Like you can do a bunch of weird stuff and they're not complaining about that stuff. I just put 130 hours into Assassin's Creed and I don't want to go out in the real world and hide in bushes stabbing people because of it. You wish you it. could though, right? No. <laughs> I, I just don't get to see the, the, the correlation. Now, for a very small segment of people that are just not mentally prepared to take on the world, they may not have the same uh, desires as, as normal people. So maybe mm. that will affect a small, small segment of people. And that's what I mean, but yeah. But the mass... As a general, mm-hmm. it's not gonna make Steve want to go out and like murder people, Mm-mm. or rob, or rob, or, or... <laughs> it's gonna stop me from it. <laughs> it's gonna stop you from it. He's like, man, I don't I'm want like, this five stars. Let me... I'm, I'm like, I'm satisfied with this game. I got it out my system. He gets his fix. <laughs> I had frustrations in the world, and now they're done. You know, I was gonna say it could be really cathartic for people to actually play the games that allow you to do some of the stuff that you couldn't do. It's escapism. Yeah, to get away with some of the stuff that you can't get away with online. Like, have I thought about stealing said car or smashing my car into some building? Yeah. Why not? What? <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, I mean, fuck, you, yeah. You never looked at a wall and be like, man, how hard could I hit that yeah, before you dying? Yeah, you never thought about no. that? Like, driving real fast. I mean, I don't want to do it. It's just yeah, like, you it's never like had Mythbusters. Thought? You never had that thought? No. <laughs> you never thought about that? Like, what's the fuck? Do you think? Get a Mythbusters. Yeah, what kind yeah. of room am I in right now? Bro, like, I've thought of that. I've been driving, like, super, super oh, fast yeah. and been like, you know what, man? <laughs> that wall right there, me and that wall. Okay, so that's completely <laughs> different from mine. That's like... What I'm, what I'm saying, I I don't want to do it, but like I've thought about it. So then, in, I have to in GTA, <laughs> I fucking find the fastest car I can get, bro, and straight into a wall. What? Bro. Like it's not like I'm doing it over and over again. Like one time, I want to see. Right, here, let's do this. I I, I want to ask. Um, so Juan, we know that his thing is driving into walls Whoa. on GTA. <laughs> Steve and Joel, starting with Joel, what is your what's the thing that you do most in GTA so, that you can't do in real life? I like just walking the streets, like casually walking the streets, like I'm actually just part of the crowd, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, just like decking somebody, and then kind of <laughs> <laughs> and then walking away. <laughs> How many times have you hit the wrong person and just like got? wasted oh oh yeah oh yeah a lot yeah <laughs> all right so joel's just like he wants to punch somebody <laughs> that's very pg of you joel i'm just saying you know <laughs> i want to put the hands on somebody what is the thing you do most in gta 5 that you don't do in real life we know where that's going i just start with the car going <laughs> <laughs> drive going around recklessly so you should see the way he started talking he looks at us with this like puppy face and puts his hands on and says i just start with the car <laughs> that's how he starts I just start with the car get in the car and go and i just start oh plowing through shit no matter what breaking cars and i find a better car i want to upgrade mm-hmm. i'll boom slam into one in front of it make it stop the car that i want mm-hmm. jump into that one and then eventually i just start trying to go for the stars boom 
<laughs> he wants that five star. I'm just murking motherfuckers <laughs> to murk them. Get it, get it. And then eventually I like to work my way to a building with a sniper rifle and just start, <laughs> start just going off on anybody trying to get to me until the helicopters and shit start coming. RPGs start flexing. Boom. I, as long, I just want to see how far I can survive with every... Every branch of them on me. Steve is a little maniac. <laughs> I want the army on me. Like, <laughs> like the way he describes it, though. It's Boom. I'm on the rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> sniper. Straight up, bro. I'm John Wilkes Booth in that ass. Boom. Like, you get two shots. Take take the ones that are getting you the best out, and then boom, you gotta switch to RPG. Look up, <laughs> helicopter down. Boom, go over, make boom. sure there's no other snipers on the other buildings looking at you. Grab them motherfuckers, and then you go down off a building, and you just try to weasel your way out until them stars are either gone or you're gone. Do you? I just, I just love. I like just being put to that test of seeing how far, how long can I last with the five star rating. Do you? Build up your own stars, or do you put the cheat in to get all stars? No, he clearly just told he, us he, he built. <laughs> he gave us his method, man. Why? Okay, wait, wait, wait. What do you? He starts with the card. Yeah, <laughs> start with the card. Do you? And then boom. <laughs> do you put in the cheat for the weapons, or do you actually fucking collect them as you're building up? No, I don't know the cheat for the weapons anymore. Oh, like okay. in the very, like in the PlayStation Two days. Right, right. Yeah, like I had the codes. These Written ones. Down, yeah. I don't. I don't even look them oh, up. So you I work just, your shit up. Yeah, Damn, just work it up. That's respectable. But I don't yeah. like. I just work it up like whatever the game gives you mm-hmm. until I'm like accessible. I, I wait until I'm accessible with like grenade launchers and RPGs and sniper rifles. And then once that's in, I'm gone with the gusto. Like I'm like, yo, <laughs> how long can I last with these five stars? And then, and then if I'm going good and I'm feeling it, I'm like, can I straight legit make it to Mexico? Like, can I get off? That's what, that's, what I call getting, that's what I call getting rid of the stars. Yeah. Okay. Can I just like make can it? I make can it I like Mexico. wreak all this havoc and then just make it to where the stars are gone and nobody can find me? I've <laughs> Do only you, done that one time. Do you try to fucking use the car wash or do you try to lose them? No, I don't use the car wash. Oh, you do I just use like the car legit wash? try okay. to just run and gun and jump, hop cars, no hop car cars, hide. Damn, you do the most out there, <laughs> dude. Yeah. And then boom, no more stars. And then boom. Yeah, and then once there's no more stars, then I'm good to play the game for a couple of days, and then just like live life in society like normal as fuck forever. See, like and walking then, through the streets. Like you're just living with a psychopath. And then <laughs> GTA people. And then I get annoyed with some shit, and then I'm like, yo, it's time for the stars, yo, baby. You time ever for fucking? You, okay, you ever find a badass fucking car? And you're trying to be like a fucking a good citizen, and you're driving, and you're yeah, just you're like driving, a, using your signals and shit. Yeah, just like <laughs> you're just fucking driving, turning down streets, and then this, you know, as you're driving, some fucking dude pulls out in front of you or does something, and scratches your new shit. Like oh, yeah. you just, and oh, then yeah. do you like Flip not instantly get Kill the him. urge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do not get the instant urge to get out of your car, fucking drag him out of his car. That's what I do. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Cathartic, baby. Steve's new nickname is the Rated R Emerald. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> I get Legacy, the sniper baby. <laughs> um, so there, there's a meme that I saw that says, um, when you're driving, or when you're obeying all the laws in GTA, and you hear somebody say, learn to fucking drive. <laughs> and it's this guy in a car, like, looking back like he's reversing. <laughs> yeah. Because that's, yeah, I mean, that legit, not so much if, if somebody hits my car, it's like, whatever. But if I'm walking by, even if I'm like, like how Joel punches people, if I walk by and somebody's like, the fuck are you looking at? I'm like, right? 
knife stab. <laughs> you picked the wrong fucker. So my my thing that I do the most in that game is I will find like the nicest, fastest car that I can, and I will go downtown and just gun it. And I'm not looking to kill people. I'm looking to see how far I can go before I crash. Okay. <laughs> so I'll like bob and weave out of traffic. I'll you know hit the sa- the um the safety brake and you know turn sharp when I need to. And then when I crash into something, I'm like, okay, I made it that far. He said, and well, then now the game is on. Yeah, and, and then uh, then I try to find uh, the military base and see how you can jump rocks into that place. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I think that's proof enough that. Four out of four people do all this weird shit in GTA, and I've never broken into a military base. I don't gun my car and drive as fast as I can until I crash into something. Yeah. Juan, in real life, fantasizes about burning himself and going into a fireworks store. That's but... another, that's another. You can't do that in GTA. <laughs> Joel doesn't punch people. I've never gotten into a fight in my life. Joel, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have somebody attack you. Oh my god! <laughs> god. I, I want to find out if I'm scrappy or not. I like to think that I am a scrappy guy. You like, I can hold my own, I think, but I don't know for sure. And as far as we know, Steve doesn't do all that that he said he did. <laughs> I mean, he did a lot. He did a lot. I mean, I think at one if, point we've he... all done it, but he fucking went in great detail. Yeah. And then he gets to the top of the building, and boom, sniper yeah. rifle. Yeah, I mean... gotta have a plan. If you don't have a plan, it's like, even in the game, if you don't have a plan, like, what are you doing? Especially, like, I used to love, like, in, what was it, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? My favorite. I used to love going and fucking with other gangs. I just oh, get yeah, in there and I'd be all over. I just drive through the street. Yeah. <laughs> Grape Street, bitch. Yeah, wait, wait for all the red dots to pop up, yeah. and then I drive to my block. Hell and I'm yeah. like, everybody kill everybody. <laughs> Oh yeah. So base. this like whole like this isn't new. The whole mm-hmm. you know, video games make people violent type deal. Like it doesn't I, make me violent, it, it soothes. I'm not going to say it yeah, I won't, my I, won't, darkness. I won't sit here and say that that's 100% true for 100% of the people that play video games. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because it's not the same for people that watch movies. People see people and they imitate people, right? There's 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 the fucking nuts out there. They watch a movie and they're like, ah, that's a good, that's some good shit right there. I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? So it's the what? same. <laughs> yeah. It's the same for video games. Like there's people that, that fucking watch. Okay. So people that watch movies, they might see the shit and they're like, uh, you watch heat and you're like, man, that was a good plan until that fucking dude ruined it. Right. I don't remember mm-hmm. who that guy was, but anyways, it was a good plan up until that point. Somebody might rob a bank with the same fucking idea that he had. Poor Batman. So <laughs> the point is, is just that you can't say for what, like, like Joel said, you can't say for 100% of people, but the majority of people are able to function after they play said video games. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's a tiring discussion, but it's always going to be there, I think. Which I, I think is ridiculous. I mean, at some point you need to, you need to stop. There might be some games that may trigger something that the future might provide but that's because things are going to be moving more towards the vr the ar the you know more hands-on type of approach to gaming as to right now you completely um disconnect yourself because you're looking at a screen that's not on your face like Mm. you 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 can still clearly see everything in front of you when because uh, I, I use my Rode when I play, and I use this headset. So in front of me, I can see my microphone in my peripherals. So I know I'm not dropping into Verdansk on Warzone and 
killing all these soldiers for no reason. <laughs> like, I know I'm not playing anything and beating the hell out of somebody, like, because I'm like, okay, I'm clearly pressing buttons. So, I don't know. In- until something new comes about, it- it's just like, it's people bitching for no reason. And, I mean, I- I'm sure there are legit people who see it as some type of release. Like, that a shit day. I'm going to take my frustrations out on i mean there might be people who do do it on gta because it's more realistic but some people are just like i need to play some video games and that's fine i mean people the the purge is written about that like you know you you can do whatever you want you could purge yourself for 12 hours the more we talk about it it does sound kind of fucked up (laughs) the more we talk about it i'm saying like people do this year round so it's like people aren't crazy they just want to play video games yeah but the more we talk about it it's just like yo bro i had a bad day at work i'm gonna go fucking kill some npcs (laughs) no big deal (laughs) i mean yeah no it's just it it shouldn't be that big there's violent video games yeah i Mm -hmm. mean like when mortal kombat came out it was fucking a huge deal because they had Blood. The worst looking blood you've ever seen in your life up until now. I mean, like, at the time, it was fucking the first <laughs> time. But, I mean, like, now you look at it and you're just like, wow, that looks fucking terrible. Like, that doesn't, even look, like, that doesn't even look like blood. Like, how can you fucking get mad at that? But, like, yeah, that's it's been an argument for, when was that? Like, 93, 92? 93. Yeah, so, I mean, it's been a long time, dude. And it's, it's not going to go away. I mean, especially now with everybody's voices being as loud as they are, there's mm-hmm. always going to be somebody that fucking complains that this happened because video games are influencing younger people and yada, yada, yada. If, if anything, it makes people more numb to the idea, but it doesn't make them more um, objectively going out to do the shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, I, that's like saying rap, ma- rap music made me do it. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, maybe it did for some people, but the majority of people are just listening to it like, ah, that's a fire fucking beat. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, that's it. So, yeah. I don't think it's going to go away, but I think it is a stupid it's, – it's, you don't – you have the majority versus the minority in that conversation or that, that argument. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I really hope that – I don't think it will, but I really hope the minority doesn't win out on that just because some circumstances yeah. turned out to be the bad, you know, bad. Real, I mean, realistically, there's always going to be a boogeyman, and people are going to try to form that out into whatever they want to see it as. And I – I, the reason, the main reason why I think this is ridiculous is because we're not talking about m- mass killings. We're not talking about people, just active shooters or stuff. We're talking about people stealing cars. Mm-hmm. And that happens, bro. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> c- come on. Like, really? That that's, that's, that's your complaint. You're going to blame a game that does way worse. <laughs> it, like, yeah, it advocates killings and hookers and stuff like this the and hookers. you're like hookers. they stole cars if it, it was a straight up fucking game that like taught you taught how to, you, yeah, yeah. to steal cars then i could be like your argument is completely valid what's that game where you had to pick the locks and stuff and you had to like slowly turn the analog a lot of games do that yeah. like, fucking resident evil does that shit yeah and, and it would break the key yeah the key of the okay, so that, yeah resident like, evil like I mean, that's a good argument for people trying to, like, pick locks and stuff. But like, is it, though? Because even the tumblers, like, you didn't learn tumblers and, like, Bioshock, no, no, I, I think I get it does. that. You don't, you don't, oh, yeah, Bioshock, too. But I get it. You're not, you're not learning everything. But, you know, there's, 
there's like that. There's that, more that, elements of yeah. like what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. there's that like really. It's a better argument because mm-hmm. all you're doing is literally pressing triangle or what the fuck is is it triangle? It's on triangle both, on both controllers. Yep, and sometimes you'll pull them out of the car and then you have to fight them, which then you have to put, press a trigger. But you usually <laughs> press triangle. You're in the car and it starts up. That's uh-huh. it. Literally it. Like there's no. Hey, you get in the car. You got to cut this fucking wire. And you have to be strong enough to bust it with your elbow. Like, yep. You know what I mean? Like, come on. So I get it, and the the name of the game and shit. But like, there's no argument. Yeah, you're it's going just, for easy target action. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking convenient for you to be like, yeah, video games. Really? Come on now. Really? But yeah. Get over it, old man. Yeah, get over it. Your time <laughs> oh, is now. Are we talking about it? <laughs> uh, we can if you want. Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Run me through because I don't know anything. What? Did, what you never it? seen? Oh Wait, you don't even know the article now? It was about. Okay, here we go. I, I do remember some of it. Look, I've okay, been drinking. So... I've been fucking drinking. Are we talking about Hyrule? No. No. Okay, so earlier today, uh, everyone's favorite Superman, uh, Henry Cavill. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's very controversial. I was gonna say. Um, Something. It's my favorite Superman. Everyone's favorite Witcher. Everyone's favorite Witcher that they toss coins to. (laughs) Uh, Henry Cavill, everyone's favorite geek and nerd. um, He posted on Instagram a pretty hefty script saying something along the lines of future project. Special project. Or what was it one? A little bit of light reading. Yeah. Something like that. Um, And people started, you know, speculating. What is this? What could it be? Um, and Henry Cavill is rumored for everything right now. He's rumored for Captain Britain. He's rumored to take part as uh, Superman again. He's rumored to show up in like all these random franchises that everybody's just like busting over. Cause, Did you talk about him coming to Marvel? Uh, uh, yeah, everybody yeah, wants him as Captain. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, everybody wants him everywhere. Um, and Juan has informed us that. Nerds, as we do, took to that script and found out that it has something to do with the game series Mass Effect, mm-hmm. and which I just uh, confessed I don't know much about. I know how to read Joel and steal his points yeah. uh, that we don't get points for, Ooh, but stolen. give me that clout. That pride, in. man. That pride. <laughs> Take that cloud. That cloud. That cloud. Oh, okay, Kami. You and Mr. Poco, Mr. Popo be getting naughty. Um, yeah, so I don't know much about the game, but people read it and they were like, okay, it has something to do with this. And the rumor is that people are guessing he might be playing Captain... Commander. Commander Shepard. In a live-action Mass Effect movie, shave the head, um, which we talked about a little bit prior to, and this has been a pipe dream forever. It seems like I always, like I said, I don't know much about it. I always see Mass Effect, make a movie, make a movie. We want a movie, which they should make a movie, and if they could get Henry Cavill star in it, yeah, that would be awesome. Um, but I agree with Joel when he said earlier that he thinks that this could just be part four mm-hmm. and that he would be playing a part. And Juan thinks it is a waste for him, which, yeah, it could be. But if some of the rumors are true, he's going to be extremely busy. He is the Witcher. He will be showing back up as Superman in some uh, shape or another and possibly Marvel. So he seems pretty stacked. Now, voice work takes way less time than live action shooting a movie, especially if he's the hero again. So I could see this being him dropping his talent as a voice for an upcoming game, like Joel said. And I think that would be the way to go because one, 
he is especially over uh quarantine and everything him building out his own pc yeah. with nut. his with his arms and, nut. and his chest hair big no and, big old nut <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah everybody everybody loved it uh, i i think that would be a smart move is to bring him in as a voice because one i'm sure he would love to do it he's a huge gamer yep um and it would make the fan base go crazy and not only that you would attract new gamers you would attract new people to want to play this to see what he's part of so either way i mean he, he's showing up in some way um i don't think he would showcase that unless he actually signed on for whatever it is i don't think he he would take to that and be like oh should i do this because that's not how you do it you showcase what's ahead of you what's mm -hmm. coming up next so yeah my my bet is that this fits more into gaming news just like Joel said, I, I think that he will be portraying a character in the series, um, but it would be cool to see him play anything live action because the man is gorgeous, the man is huge, and the man is awesome. Yo, fuck that. Yo, it's a movie news, baby. He's going to be in a movie. Oh, right? I totally, see what you're doing he's here. He's totally going to be in a movie. It's a waste <laughs> of fucking talent to put this dude in a video game, all right? Like, in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Is drunk. Look, he's mumbling a little bit. It doesn't make any sense. He, 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 it's too much money. Like it's too much money to pay this guy, right? Like you would think. Like, okay. Well, yo, whoa, 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 hold up. What about Keanu Reeves? Ooh. And they lost money. And they lost. <laughs> not only they lost, oh, they yeah. lost money and their source code. Hey, and the fucking yo, yo. This happened today. I guess we're in it right now. This happened today. I it forgot says, all about it. They're fucking the patch for the game to fix oh, it. Oh yeah, it got pushed back. There's a delay on their patch. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> because of the source code. They they literally got their source code stolen and sold on the black market. So they're like, fuck, we can't put out this patch because it's not gonna work. And everybody's <laughs> like, dude, stop fucking releasing dates for this shit. Just do it. Just stop fucking releasing dates. Anyways, yes. Yeah, so, Cyberpunk, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves's voice is very iconic. Like you can. Whoa! They you use can totally, his face, though, man. I'm Whoa. saying you could totally fucking yeah. You could fucking Love pick his voice out, <laughs> is what I'm saying. I actually didn't know his voice in Toy Story 4 until somebody mentioned it to me. Oh, until, I thought you were about to say right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then until until I seen it, I was like, oh wow, that was fucking Keanu Reeves. Oh, he's so good as Duke But as Henry, is it Cavill? Cavill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't find his voice to be that distinct. Like, I mean, yeah, The Witcher and mm, all well, that shit, like. For a character to be that, I, I feel like it's more driven to his look, and he could be, like, not that Commander Shepard has to be this fucking, because he could be a female, you know what I mean? Mm. It could be whatever, it's just, I feel like as far as, like, if you're trying to get somebody, like, as big as Henry Canville, you're not gonna, you're not trying to get his fucking voice, you're trying to get him, you know what I mean? That's what, it, that's... It doesn't make sense to me as a voice. Like, cool if that's what it is, but I don't believe that's what it is. I'm going to counter that argument because uh, in Mass Effect 2 and 3, there's a character, and her name uh, is Miranda Lawson. Okay. She's like the hot white chick that you walk around in, in within the game. Oh, bet money I've seen a cosplay, but I don't know shit about that character. She got a booty. Say say name again. Miranda Lawson. God damn it. <laughs> Want someone uh, for the spank bank. <laughs> so uh, she is portrayed by a real actress named uh, Yvonne Strahovski. Okay. She's in Dexter and um, Chuck and a couple of other shows too. But that's her real face. 
they used her real face and her voice for that character. Oh, I know her. So is she very well known? Is she as well known as Superman though? Like? I mean, during that time, she was in some very well known TV shows. So yeah, I think so. He's making a good point though, because if you Why put the face of Superman as his face a character, especially with how real everything okay, looks now, all right, all right, your likeness of Superman, all right, you can play alongside Superman. Like that's hype. Like I guarantee, whenever they do get around to making another Witcher game, there's gonna be a petition to at least put a mode out there where it's Henry Cavill. That'd be cool, because people are gonna want that. People are gonna want. I'm to sorry. Play wait, what'd you, say, what'd you say? I said. It says um, when when they make another Witcher game, whenever it happens, mm-hmm. it might not happen because they don't have the source code now. Plus, they broke. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if they ever got to make another game with it, people, I guarantee, would want Henry Cavill to have the likeness of Gerald or Geralt. Um. So I I think either they make it the you full think game that the Witcher or they. Will- portray a Henry Cavill I, I'm, say, I'm saying I think that they would at least put a mode or mm, a character like the, okay, design like a, DLC, like a skin maybe? Yeah, yeah. Ex- money 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 um, an extra okay. yeah, DLC where you can play as Henry Cavill Okay. Mm. one more money's for him two more money's for them give the people what they want the but money's. yeah I, I think the graphics are so well off these days that you could put actors into video game and video games, and they don't have to be just them. I mean, hell, we we saw this way back when with uh, can they Sean Ashmore. It? Can they afford it? I mean, can they afford it? Can they afford them for EA a movie? And Bioware? Can, uh, oh yeah, dude. Aren't they okay? Uh, yeah, EA is a billion dollar company. Yeah, one of the right. biggest publishers in the world. But they're also War, greedy. Warzone. They're is, also fucking greedy, bro. I mean, yeah, they're greedy. But they're Warzone is making them more and more money every no, no, day. You're thinking Apex. Oh yeah, EA. EA. Yeah, what the hell? Activision is. Activision uh, is the other one. Is okay. EA greedy? <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded question. They're bothering me when they get my money for that fuse skin. No, I just think it's it's very much more likely that he's in the, in Mass Effect Four, like a proper Mass Effect Four, because they just announced that that game exists and they are making it, and it would make sense that they could easily have him work from home or from mm-hmm. away from the studio because mm-hmm. of COVID. COVID and it's voice acting. I hate that you're so fucking right about the COVID or whatever. However, that, that was my argument. <laughs> wait, did you, you said that? I didn't say the COVID, but I said. Well, then you didn't can, say that. You I didn't, said fucking, it takes you didn't less fucking say that. <laughs> the COVID makes it right. The COVID. <laughs> the only argument I would argument. give in Juan's favor is that uh, Legendary Pictures, yes, uh, which for me. is uh, mm-hmm. obviously very well associated with Warner Brothers, which Double is very story. well associated with Henry Cavill because of. DC mm-hmm. uh, is the one that optioned to have a Mass Effect movie, so they own the rights to the movies of that game. So, so there is a movie in the works. It's been in the works since 2006. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. So right. it's unlikely because Mass Effect right now is not a hot commodity. They well, won't make now a movie that out they're of doing it. the fucking Legendary Edition, you would think that that is actually buzz. Well. I- I think that is buzz to get people amped up for Mass Effect 4. And then when 4 comes out, they're going to be like, hey, here's a movie. It's not and a then, bad, but yes, see, look, not a and bad then map. It's a segue into him portraying his character live action. In a movie. So you think from game he comes to movie? Yes, but I don't think he'll be a Shepard. He'll be a different character completely. And the thing about Shepard is it's, it's – it's, uh, oh, man. Shepard can be whoever you want Shepard to be. An amalgam or something like that. Is that the right word? I don't know. Fucking. I don't even know. Well, man. you know what I mean. It could be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it doesn't really matter who Shepard is, but to have it be 
Cavill, you think that that would generate enough buzz to be like, yeah, fucking, you know, people that love Mass Effect would love to see a movie. That's a fucking grandiose type movie anyways. Yeah. Like, if to think about, like, you're talking about multiple worlds and all this other shit. Bigger than Star Wars. Well, that's the thing is it actually stemmed from Star Wars. Bigger than Star Wars. Um, Bioware made Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. And then they wanted to make a third game in that series. They made two. Well, they made the first game they oversaw Knights of the Old Republic 2 with Obsidian, who then went on to make Fallout. Anyway, uh, they go to uh, LucasArts at the time, Lucasfilm. They mm-hmm. say, hey, we want to make a third uh, KOTOR because it's, we love Star Wars. It's huge. It's great. We want to make more. And they're like, nah, no thanks, bro. We're doing our own thing. <laughs> and so they're like, well, they're like, well, fuck, we want to make another game. What are we going to do? They turn around and they make Mass Effect, their first original IP, and they take basically pieces of Star Wars pieces of star trek the best pieces and it's kind of melded together into this awesome bro action rpg and does this have the potential to be better than star wars if it's done correctly does this have the potential to be better that's tough it's a loaded question because star wars is based upon decades of nostalgia and just lore right. and things right it's a tough mountain to climb. Do you think I just said potential? I don't say you don't have to say it's going to be. You could just say potentially. I think if done properly, it could compete with Star Wars. It could yeah. compete. Take that, old man. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm cutting this dude off before he just keeps berating <laughs> Joel with, with threats and. Wanting him to disown his uh, like Star that. Wars favoritism. It's my favorite franchise ever. Not soon enough. Ever. All right, but either way, um, I I think they're smart for bringing in Henry Cavill. Um, That's good like choice. I said, yeah, I mean he's he's gonna bring money wherever he goes. Yeah. So I I think it's smart that they uh bring him in for any type of franchise, whether it's a film, game that translates into a film. Um, yeah. Either way, uh, smart move on them. So for our one and only topic of movies and series for the week, we have The Last of Us. Um, The upcoming HBO Max series, The Last of Us, has found its Joel and Ellie, who are the main characters of said gaming franchise. Um, And of course, The Last of Us is based on the PlayStation exclusive Naughty Naughty Dog game title, uh, you know, The Last of Us. And we have a little synopsis of what it says. It says... Uh, The Last of Us is a 2013 action-adventure game. Uh, The story follows Joel, a smuggler with a tortured past, who is tasked with escorting a teenage girl, Ellie, across a post-apocalyptic United States. Along the way, they find themselves against monsters, creatures called clickers, and hostile humans. And all I know is right now, Zack Snyder is just blowing his load because all the fucking parallels with the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, before we get to the casting discussion that we're going to talk about, because realistically that is the news, uh, our very own Steven has recently completed the game of The Last of Us Part 1, as you can probably tell because he's been talking about ordering Part 2 all episode. It, is, it, is it is it confirmed ordered now? Like, oh, it's confirmed. It's ready to play. <laughs> nice. and... There you go. He's excited. Uh, so, yeah. Question. I even texted to call into work. <laughs> For real? 
Yeah, like a legit one that said confirm purchase. And she was like, it's downloading. And I sent a text to my boss. I was like, I'm not feeling well. I'm not coming. Uh, anymore. <laughs> and she doesn't listen to this podcast. So we're cool. Oh, my God. All right. So, oh hey, the God. one thing real quick with this second game. I'm the only one that was played, I think, so far in this yeah. room. The one thing you got to understand is it's not going to be like a Last of Us sequel. It's like a, its own story. Are the controllers the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people just, care. just keep your expectations to low because Whoa, no 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 because you finish that first game and you're like hell yeah this is the fucking best i want more of this mm. and they give you more of it but it's a different story that they're trying to tell is it ellie story yes that's fine there's no joel just hey, you, gotta, yeah, yeah. you gotta you gotta <laughs> play you gotta play the game so just Keep an open mind. Is that why it was ranked so low by people that actually played? People the are game? bitches, and they, they think it's Wait, a bad last, story. Didn't it win my game of the year? It won it game, won of, the game year. of the year, but, but fan, fans were mad because it wasn't what they expected. And yeah, it, it's, exactly. It's true. They were expecting more a, a complete continuation, like part one ends. Give me part two. Well, I mean, the, the chick doesn't get older and do her own thing. She does. That's what I'm saying. Like. No, and see, you're looking at it the right way. You like, are. Well, settle down. Mm-hmm. Settle down. Are you, though? <laughs> I mean, it would be I would great to, it, to cover another thing. I would look at it like a movie. Thing, but... mm-hmm. I would look at it as a movie, like the movie ended where it ended, and then they're going to do a part two. I wouldn't be naive to be like, I would either expect it to be directly where it ended or to be like, Time has passed. Everything's going on now. It's their mm. thing. Look, look at it like this: like you had the the dopeness that was Mortal Kombat, and then you got Annihilation that literally oh, picks whoa, up buddy. right when they're taking the steps off of the tournament. Like, whoa, you cannot make that comparison. <laughs> well, no. no, I'm I'm saying that's what you don't want. Like you right. don't want. It's not that. And it's it's like so. Sometimes what people want is like right after it ends. I want it to continue from there. Sometimes you don't want that. We want the same yeah. fucking yeah. director then you get, though, then you get bro. Annihilation. And we would like the same actors. You know what I mean? I, mean, <laughs> I, won't, I won't. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So, anyways, without talking about like going into the live action series and your expectations, um, and like. Try to try to avoid overall spoilers because right. we don't know how much they take from this. Um, what do you think of the game? I thought the game was it was it was a really 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 good game. Like when you guys kept saying like crazy shit happens and oh this this game is it like I was like all right like I kind of went into it like you guys are hyping it mm-hmm. but like as you start right from the get go, you know what happens to Joel in the beginning? Like for me, I was like ooh. Cause then I can put myself in that situation. Like, what if that happened to me? Mm-hmm. So you feel where he's at, and then um, as you as you go on, and um, when he gets handed the task, mm-hmm. you can see is why he's like so like nah 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 nah. Right. And then how he's so aggravated through the whole process, and to a point that you can kind of see he's like, like it or not, I've attached. Yeah. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. And then toward, and then the very last sequence, when you find out what they want to do and you know, you're just like, damn, it's, it's a very humanizing story. Like, you know, like you, you really feel like that's what you would do in that situation after, you know, playing the game. It's weird to play a game and get to know a character and get to be like, don't like at first you're like, yeah, fuck this, drop this bitch off and we're done. And then all of a sudden you get to the <laughs> end and you're like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. What are we doing here? Do you so, uh, 
do you uh, agree with the choice that was made, or do you disagree with the choice that was made? Um, you know what? I I said after it was done. Well, like the way it ended, how it just fucking falls on the words and just whatever yep. goes. I sat there and I was like, at first, I ain't gonna lie, for like maybe ten seconds, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I was like, hold on. And then I sat back and then I just replayed the last part of it in my head. And I was like, and I did say that. I was like, is would would that be a thing that I would do, or mm-hmm. would you? be able to lo- like be logic would you be spock and just what made logic and sense and do what had to be done or would you be more kirk and kirk impulsive and impulsive yeah and be more like this this isn't right type of deal and in my own mind i feel like i probably would have went the joel route and been like because you got to look at it from his point that limp penis mic stand. <laughs> I mean, I did. I, I analyzed that for myself. I sat back legit for like 20 minutes and I was like, was that like, was the lady right? Like, because she loved her. Hey, don't, 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 don't get too deep well, into it. I'm just saying because <laughs> that person felt in it's a sense game, right? the same way. Yeah, but I'm just saying for people who don't play the game Fuck. and so watch the, the series. So this person oh. felt the same way as old boy mm-hmm. and they were just on the opposite side so it's kind of cool that they gave you both sides of the same coin in a sense but at the end if you really like think about it and then it, it, the game does what it's supposed to do it sits you down in your place like damn was Joel good or was Marlene good or what happened and for me I'm gonna say just being a human I probably would have rode the same way he did because you gotta think like I'm at the end of my rope already like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to live my best life at this point. I don't give a fuck about 10 years from now. And that's selfish, but everybody in that world that you already gave a fuck about was gone, mm-hmm. in a sense. But it is a immoral thing. Like, do you do what's best for everybody or do you do what's best for yourself type of deal? And I guess I'm a selfish motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> so are you excited for the TV show? After yeah. playing a game? Yeah. But, and you know what? I don't know why, but the only, the only, because uh, I know whose cast is those two now, mm-hmm. but... Now I just want to know who the fuck this cast is. Sam and Henry, mm-hmm. like that well, shit fucked me up. Like even Gambino, baby. even fucking <laughs> even uh, Jamie was in the room when that happened. That part happened. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I was like sitting there and I, you know, like it's a, a cinema sequence or whatever, and I'm just watching it happen. I'm drinking a, a, a beer, and when the certain part happens. I just jumped up and sat on the edge of my seat. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, what the fuck? What's going on? What are you doing out there? I was like, mind your business, devil woman. And then and she came out. She actually came out right at, because she was already coming out. And she came out right at the part with Henry. And she was like, oh, what kind of fucking games do you play? I was like, God, don't you have any emotion? <laughs> she's like, I didn't see what happened before this. I was like, it's I got I got two things for you before we dig into the conversation more. But two mm-hmm. things. First of all, you need to play the expansion before you play part two. You need to. I did. The expansion. No, you, no, you didn't. With Ellie and her friend. And her friend, yeah, in the mall. I okay, thought you, so you did wait, that. I thought you oh. said that you. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, I said after. It, that's the thing. That same night, I beat the game. After I was done with it, I was pissed off. Yeah, you oh, okay. did say that. Okay. Okay. And then oh, okay. I looked and it said, the, uh, mm-hmm. the Last of Us Left Behind. DLC and I was like, "Whoa, shit! There's more!" Yep. And I legit beat that 
like right back to back. It's mm-hmm. pretty integral for her character in the, se- in yeah. the sequel. And then uh, I want you to text me when you get about two to three hours into the game, like early in the game. So Steve, like five hours, because so, I, I saw so your yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. your aim. <laughs> it kind of got better. So, so I, I stepped in while while Steve was playing, and he he kept dying, and he's like, "Yeah, now you can see why it's taking me so long." <laughs> you'll you'll know when you'll need to talk to me about something. Uh, but early in the game, just send me a message. All right. Uh, before we do jump in, I just want to uh jump back to the part where uh you you talked about um sorry if that was loud in your ears uh steve has this uh mic stand that tends to slump over has uh some dysfunction of, <laughs> yeah, it, of it, a... it gives up on life every now and then yeah. <laughs> um but yeah you mentioned how uh like playing through the game and everything it really was a humanized story and like how it made you think about everything and I remember us mentioning that, especially when, because um, I had this as my game of the century for when we went over um, the past century and everything. And I remember mentioning, like, that's how it felt to me and how, like, advanced storytelling in games can become with games like that where you are so, fu- like how you said, you're so attached to a character in a game that it's just like you hurt you feel exactly what they're feeling because you've spent so much time with these people that you you feel connected and um another game that did that if you haven't played um titanfall 2 yeah there's a really yeah the connection with the The, even the the, robot robot like yeah like so like that that's another really good one but yeah i like the fact that you pulled that from there because that that's definitely something that we've brought up in the past and it's crazy to see that that game can um had that same effect on pretty much anybody that plays it so yeah i mean super powerful it, it is and you know like i play game you play games whatever you play mm-hmm. and me i usually just play like the mortal Kombat's and the call of duties and you don't invest into things like yeah. that so i will say this um this was yeah it was it was different for me it was it was like and i was just like holy shit like like well, the Valhalla story, like I, uh, yeah, yeah, Assassin's I like Creed. that, but that is historical to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm literally playing it because I'm a history buff, and some of these characters are like historical, and some of the stuff that happens in it, and I love the lure of the Vikings and the myth and the and the, uh, you know, everything that comes with it. So for me, I'm playing it like, oh, this is dope. Oh, I just want to get to Thor. Oh, I just want to know more about Odin. I wanted, to... but with this game, playing it was like watching a movie. Yep. And you want it was like damn near watching a season of a show on Netflix, and I binge them. So I just wanted to keep going. So like mm-hmm. I legit would be like from six o'clock till midnight. I'm playing this fucking game every day. <laughs> yeah, like for real. Like if I didn't have nothing else to do, or if nothing was bothering me, mm-hmm. or I get home and I cook, or I do what I do, you know, like I'd be like, all right, well, I'm gonna play. So like I would either watch a show or do something around the house that I had to do. But when I had the time. I'll play it, whether it was for 20 minutes and most times like on the weekends, I'll be like, yo, I'm wiping my slate from this time to this time to make sure I can get through it because I wanted to have this discussion today. Mm-hmm. But now I just like to burrow my way through games like I do shows. <laughs> but it was, it was really different for me to be attached to a character because like some people have like, I never understood how like people were like, oh, uh, I love this character in this game or I love this guy, this, you know, like. Oh, yeah. I never really felt an attachment to characters per se. 
mm-hmm. in a sense of, you know, cause like you play a star Wars game. You're like, I already fucking know Vader and Luke or Kylo Ren or whoever I'm playing in this game. Or you play apex. There's no attachment. I mean, they do do good story building. And you're like, Oh, I like that one. But it wasn't like the, uh, the, the tug on the strings. You care about for them. me. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I, as a dad, I was like, like I could see why Joel would be bitter and be like, I want to fucking talk about my kid when his brother tried to hand him a photo or, or this and that. But like towards the end, you know, you're like, damn, like this, this kid is, it's a kid, mm-hmm. you know? And, and she's, you could tell she doesn't want to go through the shit just as bad as you don't want to go through it. But she's sacrificing what you're sacrificing to get to where you got to be yep. for a greater good type. You know, I don't know. It's, it was, so maybe this was a turning point for me in games because I was never invested into games like that. Titanfall was kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, because I was like, man, the fucking the, the link this dude has with his robot, that's kind of cool. But I never really gave too too much thought into it. But this one, when the game ended and I had to think about it, I was like, shit. <laughs> so that's why right away when it was done, I didn't know that there was a Last of Us 2. Oh, I was like, I need, I need more of this type of situation. So, good. Mm-hmm. so I jumped into fucking Days Gone and just like right off the rip on that yeah. one. I was like, okay, there's some sort of story. Am I going to know who this person and this person is? But now that there's The Last of Us 2, that game can fuck off. <laughs> Legit, Days Gone is definitely a series I would love to see with Sam Witwer. Sure. Almost like every game and anything he makes, it's like... Make it a movie. Make it a series. I would love to see that. But yeah, Sons of Anarchy with fucking zombies. With zombies, yeah. Bring back Jax. <laughs> but it feels like it would be something, and it definitely was. If I loved, I remember that feeling when the trailer came out, and you were just getting bombarded. They're yep. falling through the rooftops. They're flooding the windows. They're on your ass. And I remember the anxiety I had watching the trailer. Like I was like what the fuck because like it was it was just like zombie games at that point was aim shoot reload right and more and more and more and this felt like it showed you know you you see this guy roll up and he's clearly got a rocker on his back he he represents a group and he's like man i need supplies and you instantly get this feeling like okay this is narrative driven and I wanted to see what this Whoa. guy's story was. And then it like like we talked about, it falls flat with the controls. It, it doesn't live up to it to the point to where I kind of just want to watch somebody play through it and watch the cinematics because it seems like it would be a great storyline. Right. Like I I always tell that when I go in, like if he's not at GameStop, mm-hmm. when I go in there, like I was asking about a certain game and the guy or Hitman, Hitman okay. three. And uh, and the same with uh, with uh, uh, Assassin's Creed. I'm not a big fan of any of the first Assassin's Creed games because I don't like the way the controllers are laid out, yep. mm-hmm. right? But playing Valhalla, it reminds me of Ghost of Tsushima, and I love the way the controllers are laid out and how and just how smooth it is to play, right? So I was asking this guy, I was like, "Yo, I went there to buy one other game," and then he was like, "Well, we don't have that, but." Have you played Hitman 3? And I was like, I don't like the the other Hitmans on PS2 or whatever, PS3, whatever, 4. And he's like, yeah, this is kind of different, though. It's like the control. And he said it to me, like, the controllers are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're kind of more of a relaxed feel. Like, mod-. he said it to me, like, they're more like modern. Like, it's just the way you would think. This button is this button for shoot. This is for aim. 
Okay. And I was like, oh. And I legit bought the fucking game. I wrote it on the review on the receipt. Probably hey, there you go. My people <laughs> doing I, some I, work. Because I was like, there, one of the questions on there, like, did he pay attention? I was like, yeah, he told me exactly what I wanted to hear. Like, he described the controllers that I really liked, whatever. Um, And the game is all right. And the controllers are good. Maybe I'm just not familiar with the lore of the game, so mm-hmm. I didn't get into it. But regardless, um, that's how I base my game, like, the way I play these games. It's like, you know, like Assassin's Creed, I didn't like it. Now I played those and I like it. I yeah. like that one game. So with the days gone, I really liked it because for me, the way the game started, they put the girl on the thing, on the helicopter, and then he's like, are you coming? And he's looking at his brother, his biker brother, and he's like, he's not going to make it if I don't stay with him. Mm-hmm. And just that part to me, I was already like, that's his dog. And that that's <laughs> what resonates with me is the fact that like the loyalty mm-hmm. that he was like, I could be with my girl and we're good. Or I'll meet you there because my homeboy can't make it there without me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is dope. And then <laughs> I started to play the game. And then I tried to craft something. And I was like, yep. why the fuck did you guys do this? <laughs> where's why, my backpack at? Why, yeah, where's my bag? Why, why is there so much to go through? To make something mm-hmm. and why is there so many different categories like i'm not gonna be able to like do that on a whim that's crazy how they yeah. did that if, so that fucked the game up for me yeah if you think that like crafting in last of us part one is well, i don't like fortnite it's hella awesome <laughs> in part two they've like refined that to a just like it's that's a, what i it's heard master like it's, it's the best crafting and most intuitive design i have ever seen for a game for a menu system mm-hmm. like you literally feel like you're still playing the game and like you'll see ellie like crouching down in grass and she'll try to get to her backpack really quick and you'll see her roll to her side and like just like rummage through her backpack while you're still playing the game and she's crafting shit it's that's cool it is wild so i'm it, excited for you guys to play this game it's funny there are two games that i know this happened live on stream while i was on the page that i could tell my excitement and joy for even streaming was dying as the seconds went by and it was marvel's avengers oh yeah because i was like this is fun and then five minutes later i was like this is less fun (laughs) (laughs) and then um days Days gone Gone. and it was yeah it was the same feeling like i i had that like oh man this is cool and it was this the same story plot i mean it very much resembled what i wanted from sons of anarchy to meet a zombie apocalypse yeah. and it was the, like you said the loyalty the camaraderie the he he has the same rocker on his back which means his blood is my blood yes sir so when i saw that i was like get him jacks yeah <laughs> like, exactly was, mm-hmm, like that's that's all that i felt mayhem tattooed on his fucking thing <laughs> yeah. i was like this is my guy so i was like yeah like hell yeah and then sure enough just like how you said i, I got to where the controls counted and I remember just talking through chat and not, not only that, it was the, also the fact that the equipment like Elgato's, the fact that you had to use a new wire to go into your stream deck and like it it all just kind of toppled on top of that. But that really ate at it for me. Um, But I agree. Uh, Last of Us definitely, it it makes that game unplayable. (laughs) 
Uh, but yeah, I like you said, I'm excited to try. I'm part so two excited to talk I'm about the game with you guys. What, what uh, Steve thinks of it, but that that's one of the main reasons why I was so excited to discuss this, and I've been holding on to this. This article is actually from the 10th of February, um, so we're past it quite a bit. Uh, but considering who was casted and the subject at hand, it felt like something that we all needed to be here for. And after hearing from Steve, not only that he was playing it and getting to talk to him while playing Apex and the excitement in his voice, the fact when he was like, man, I got through that part, man, you guys <laughs> fucked up. You guys didn't tell me all that. Like, it was so funny. He was legit sad telling me about his experience. And I just felt like all I could do was be there for him. <laughs> yep. But uh, and then, like, you know, now he's done with it. So I, I was very much excited to discuss this news, the casting, everything like that. Um, so let's jump right into that. Uh, so I, I guess I'll just go through the casting news and then uh, we'll start a discussion from there. So this is from Variety, uh, dropped February 10th, and it says The Last of Us HBO series cast Pedro Pascal as Joel and Game of Thrones breakout Bella Ramsey as Ellie. Um, there's also an update. It says the upcoming That's the little girl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that died in the giant pants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. No, I probably uh, won't go back and watch it. The last season was <laughs> real. It was caca. It was so brutal. we got an update. Uh, it says the upcoming last of us series adaptation at HBO has cast Pedro Pascal and, uh, belly Ramsey variety has confirmed. Um, Neil Druckmann, a writer, creative director for The Last of Us video game and yep. co-creator of the series, confirmed the news about Pascal on Twitter, writing, and there's the other half. Stoked to have Pedro aboard our show. So, yeah, the it just kind of goes on to explaining who these uh, actors and actresses are. Pascal's uh, had great success as the star of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. He's also appeared alongside Gail Gadot and Kristen Wiig. As the villainous Maxwell Lord in Wonder Woman 1984. Then it goes on to say Ramsey is best known for her role as Lyanna Mormont in the uh, HBO series Game of Thrones. And just explains a little bit about the character. So for those of you that don't know, the character Ellie is a 14-year-old orphan who has never known anything but a ravaged planet. Uh, in the show, she struggles to balance her instinct and anger and defiance uh, with her need for connection and belonging, as well as new found reality that she may be the key to saving the world. And of course, we kind of went over who Joel is. He is somebody who is forced to take on this little kid, protect her and deliver her to a certain location. Um, so those are the characters. Those are the uh, casting for each uh respected character and everything like that so i guess now let's just let's talk about the casting itself and um i would say for obvious reasons because it's usually the the one you're playing with in it or the one you're playing as in part one uh let's start off with joel uh so pedro pascal he really has had a big breakout recently um mandalorian of course can't stop saying enough great things about that and the fact that he portrays a character with a helmet and he still emotes or showcases that much emotion and everything with the very limited scenes with that helmet off speaks to who he is as an actor and his strengths. And uh, as they mentioned, woman wonder woman, 1984 as bad as that movie may have been. Uh, he definitely was a standout 
in a lot of those scenes. He he made it worthwhile just to see his portrayal, especially of a character that not many people know or care about. Um, so yeah, I, I think he he is a very strong lead character, and it's cool to see that you know he's getting more and more out of uh, his acting career. Definitely not anybody who was on my radar. Same. Uh, to to portray Joel, and I, I think that has a lot to do with you know uh, obvious race change and everything, which uh, was a bit of a backlash with certain people. But I, I think they're just trying to differentiate themselves from the game as much as they can without actually, you know, differentiating themselves and getting a new character. So I like it. I, I instantly agreed. I, I didn't have a um, like, ah, like Pedro Pascal. Like, no, I know who Joel is. I know what Pedro can do. And given to the right character, he's going to dominate that type of portrayal. And that's Joel. So I feel um, like he'll be like, sorry, you were just super far. (laughs) I feel like he'll just basically be like Din Jaren, his character at Din Jaren, but dressed as his character from the uh, Wonder Woman. No, the Kingsman. Full sir, uh, golden circle. I forgot he was like in that, like that, that cowboy esque. Mm You know what I mean? Like, I wow! I completely forgot that he was in that movie. So, I've only seen part two once, so um, I feel like it'll be like a mix because he'll be a caring. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to take you know whatever. And then he takes Those the parallels. kid, but then he's you know he's got the dress and the talk of the of that guy. So, mm-hmm. how about yeah. you, Joel? Yeah, you know I Joel thought. On Joel. Hey, yeah, I, that's why I love playing that game is because Ellie's always just telling him. Joel, over here, over here. <laughs> like, well, okay, sure. <laughs> it definitely you, feels like you, you're, you're talking it. to me. All right, cool. Um, so I thought before this casting, I thought that a different Game of Thrones actor was really well poised to get that role. It's the guy who plays Jamie Lannister. That um, fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas the, the cutoff hand. Mm-hmm. He has that look. He does. He pl- he has the whole look with the beard and uh, the rugged look, and it, it does. Just, it fit well, and I was like, you know what? He would make sense in that role. I would be okay with that. Not, not only just does he have the look, he actually has the acting chops right. to play this character. You he's a shot caller. Uh, yeah, where he's the uh, the cop. No, no, he was like uh, uptown lawyer, like, like you know, one of those high end lawyers or whatever. Mm-hmm. His family, and then he gets in a car accident and kills somebody in the car accident from drunk driving. And has to go to prison. Then he's a, then it goes to blood and blood out. Like he that, turns that, into. A, so that is, I, I thought he was a cop in uh-uh. winter. Okay, so yeah, the same yeah same exact movie that I'm that I'm talking about. But yeah, he he accesses that type of anger in that that rawness that mm. you need for Joel. Like at first he's like, no, don't. I'm in prison. Stop. Leave mm-hmm. me alone. And by the end of the movie, he's the fucking head of the whole prison gang. <laughs> he's like the the uh, JT from American Me. Mm-hmm. They're like. What's up, dude? Fucking white dude, why are you talking like a fucking chacon? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. When, when a lot of people brought him up solely on the idea that he looked like him, like it, they're spot on. He he looked great. He was a little a little too blonde, but you could, you could fix that. Yeah. yeah, you could fix that. The silencing, um, bro. The silencing? Oh no, I just brought it up, and he looks like fucking Joel. And yeah, this, like... right. Mm-hmm. So he he fits it perfectly, but nobody ever backed it up with like. He can play the role. It was always, 
Well, yeah, he looks great as him. That's that's why he's my top pick. And it's like, but I mean, he he accesses so much more. And yeah. so yeah, yeah, he's great in Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. I, I've only seen him in that show, so I have to learn him from. But I, I don't know him from there except the weirdo. <laughs> he is weird. Yeah, well, he's weird in the first half of the series, and he's Bang he's a lot better later on. But um, yeah, once they announced Pedro, for me, I was like, oh, okay, well that makes sense. I can see that. I mean, obviously, Mandalorian kind of showcases how he can play a reluctant father figure to mm-hmm. somebody else. It's not his stepdad of the year, baby. Yeah. So uh, two years in a row. And to your point earlier, he was, for me, like, that was the best part of that Wonder Woman movie was his character and his acting. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for that role. I think he fits it well, and uh, I think he could, he's going to play a good role. Well, you've been quiet, pretty quiet. Do you have anything to add? I actually don't. <laughs> I'm it's not going to lie. It sounds, it sounds, I mean, you guys said everything that I'd probably say anyways. You know, like like you said, he, he fits, he already did it. You know what I mean? So what? Yeah. It's not like a, it's not a huge stretch to be like, hey, do that again, but don't wear the fucking helmet. But and with a, a real person, yeah, not and a, with a not real a person, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's that's it. It's funny to think that this dude is gonna be like visualized as that like go to dad actor yeah. moving forward. <laughs> like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Martin. Uh... Martin Sheen. Is it Martin Sheen? No, I'm kidding. I just threw that out there. <laughs> no, I was thinking uh, Liam Neeson. No, I'm, I'm thinking of a uh, cheaper by the dozen. What's his name? Oh, fucking the dude. Steve with, Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. <laughs> the dude with the nose and shit. Cheaper yeah. by yeah, the like, dozen. Like he, he's the dad in every single movie. <laughs> cheaper so, by the dozen. So, but like that's that's his new role. He, he's the badass dad. Like he's he's the he's our times dad. Who's like he can beat people up, but he can also be super emotional. <laughs> Zach Braff is playing uh, that role in an, a remake of Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh my god. Zach, oh, from uh, Scrubs. Scrubs. Yeah. That's weird. He's going to have 12 kids. He's going to have 12 kids, apparently. <laughs> he still looks like a baby. I know, right? <laughs> oh, God. If they if they casted an uh, old boy from uh, Smallville again, he would look older than his dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, like like we've been saying, Joel, it, it definitely wasn't something that... I, I don't think a lot of... I don't think anybody really was... Uh, maybe, like, as a joke, because, like I said, the... The parallels are uncanny. Like, like the the fact that you could be like, "Holy shit!" That synopsis is the Mandalorian. Basically, he is paid to transport somebody, and like you know, same thing happens, um, just in a darker not way. A, not a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. Yeah, um, not not too many cute things happen. I mean, there's some killing. There's still killing. Oh, I know that, but like, there's cute stuff with Grogu. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so out, out there, but so was Ben Affleck. I remember everybody was like, oh, who do you got? And everybody had good picks. And then Ben Affleck came around as Batman. Everyone was like, wait, what? Right. Like, that doesn't make. And then the more you sit, like, I think it took everybody in this room. I can't remember who was all nah, here. Bro. At that Argo, point. bro. I seen Argo. Yeah, I know. But still, I remember we even brought that up while Argo. we were talking about it, but it was like, cause it. The news dropped while we were recording. I can't remember if you guys were here at that point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah. The news dropped while we were discuss- like talking stuff, and we were like, really? And we kind of had to sit there, and I was like, the town, though. And then, yeah, I remember Juan saying Argo, and I was the like- hair and Argo. This is fucking great. <laughs> and everybody was like, holy shit. So it was it was definitely one of those uh, type of things. Look and at I that had- hair. <laughs> I, think that. If, I think if that- <laughs> 
scenario never happened, this would have been a little bit more impactful. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just it makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for one, am I, I I'm kind of I'm kind of cool with. I know a lot of people are just like, oh, they're doing it just to you know keep everybody more um, diverse and everything oh, no. like that. And there there was a lot of. Um, people complain like i have read so many stupid comments because i was gonna bring up the fact that um flash director andy uh machete or mushity uh he's the director of it um i don't know how to pronounce his last name he announced that you andy not, uh yeah i know who you're talking yeah, about yeah is it like machete it sounds right that sounds okay. right um he announced that not only supergirl or not only will supergirl be showing up in the dceu oh. he announced an actress and that actress being uh sasha kelly in the role and it was such a good, I mean, I, I, I shared the link to you guys yeah, and it was such an awesome, uh, video. Like I, I remember watching that before I sent it to you guys and I got so much joy, like just seeing that raw emotion out of her and like the fact that he's sitting there and he's like, can you fly? Do you want to <laughs> fly? Like it, he's just being so chill about it and seeing the, the effect that it had on him to be like, I think you'll need this. And when he sees her and he's like, Sasha, come back and. It was just such a good-hearted video mm-hmm. to see, like, in everything. And then, of course, the negativity had to come in. And everyone, oh, she's she's not blonde. She Why do they have to change her from being white just because diversity and this and that? And it's like, first off, she's not white. She's Kryptonian. Right. She's if, an alien. If anything, they just needed an actress to look like Henry Cavill. Dark, dark features, dark hair, dark eyes, and strong looking. She, I mean, she does have a stronger looking jaw. She right. looks like she could be related to Henry Cavill. When when we see those two next, like side by side, it's gonna look good. And to answer the blonde thing, they could put highlights. They could blonde her. Like they they could do whatever they wanted. But the fact that people are just jumping straight to they did it for diversity. Maybe they did because I know WB is all about that right now. But I'm Who cares? Sure, yeah, I'm sure she does a good job. Like, so what's the point? What's the point of complaining about it? And I, I think that's becoming such a a big deal. And not only because of people being bitter and angry, but because of news sites like comicbook.com, even IGN. Like, I, I keep seeing all this stuff about, um, uh, like, even with that, they were, they were pushing first latina actress to portray supergirl in a in a movie and it's like i get it like that that's cool but like are you gonna do that for every single character that is like yes first first like whatever and yes (laughs) i i get it but it's like it pushes that agenda like that's all people are doing it for and it's like that's not the only reason she's probably right for the part she probably is really good i mean we already have melissa benoist benoist on cw thank you uh, we already have her and like, yeah, she does great, but mm-hmm. this isn't taking from that. It's not, I mean, Steve just caught the first part of Superman, uh, Superman and Lois mm-hmm. and he liked it. He said that there were moments where he was watching it and it felt like that Tyler Helican guy. He just felt like Henry Cavill. And they even do a change on one of the main villains. Do they? Yeah. They, they make Lex Luthor a black guy. Oh, I, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm. and like, realistically, that's not – I don't think I've ever read anything where it's, like, Lex Luthor is Lex Luthor because he's white. 
Right. It's because he has hatred. Makes for sense. Super Bowl man. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh it's, my God. it's uh, like it, it. That stuff doesn't make the character. And yeah, there are They're certain fictional scenarios. characters, so they could be portrayed by anybody. Character. Exactly. And not only is she fictional, she's an alien. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I mean, people gave the 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 same argument with Justin Chatwin and Goku, but that movie was just failed. <laughs> he did um, nothing to even resemble a Goku. They they like hit his hair with a flat iron, <laughs> wax in his hair, bro. Uh, but yeah, so I I don't know. I, I I think that it's sad that people jump straight to that instead of being like, okay, maybe they just beat out everybody else. Like maybe that you maybe ever think that's the thing? Were better. Mm-hmm. And and there are certain characters like um, they just announced Blue Beetle finally got a director. It's gonna be and white dude. based on the director, white guy. Nope, we are gonna be seeing Jaime Reyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. In right here, DC. No, it's a it's a uh, Mexican director, and the reason everybody is like, okay, it's probably gonna be based on Jaime Reyes is because they brought in and they're they're making, of course, again, making sure everybody knows first Latino director to make a a DC movie, and it's cool, but. The only thing I took from that is like, okay, he'll understand the backstory of Jaime Reyes more. So that's why it's cool to me because Jaime Reyes, you can't turn him into a white guy. No. And that that's what I'm saying. That's that's the big difference of like race changing. I mean, there are some characters that you can make whatever. Like Bruce Wayne, I, I, I know different races than white that their last name is Wayne. You know, like, my my so, boss. Oh, his well, yeah, name his, his is first Bruce. name, yeah. No, his name is Bruce Wayne. Oh, shit, okay, then I heard you wrong the first time no. you told me. He, when you migrate, I guess, over here mm-hmm. from over there, they ask you what your name is, and he told them Bruce Wayne. See, boom. So his name was Bruce <laughs> Wayne, and then, like, his wife, her name was something different. She told him she wanted to be Cheetah, and then they asked for her birthday, and are they asked her mom or she she came and then her mom came and they asked her mom for her birthday and her mom told them the wrong birthday so her mom has two birthdays and they legit <laughs> celebrate them every year faithfully. That's all but, yeah, it's, but it's funny because yeah, like when mm-hmm. I first started working there, you know, he's he told me he's like my son, he's like, My name's Bruce Wayne. I was like, Batman, he's like, Exactly. He's like, My son think I go out at night and fight crime because I told him Bruce Wayne is Batman. And I was awesome. like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. That's and his amazing. Son, yeah, That's and his so son cool. is only like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's like, yeah, you know my dad's Bruce Wayne? Shh. <laughs> I was like, what? No you should, way. You should sit there and read comics and just stare at him with, with his <laughs> with son next to him. Batman kind of like match it up to him a little bit. Huh? <laughs> no, but yeah, it's funny and shit. Like, I mean, you know, anybody can be mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so that's why I'm saying. Like, there, there are like exceptions where like, the name just doesn't fit. Like Jaime Reyes, of course, like that's going to be of Latino descent. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. One, I'm just excited that we are going to be getting Jaime Reyes because you know Ted Cord's going to be there at some point. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some some tech description that you're going to need Ted Cord. So I'm happy with that. I, I'm happy with the successor and the mentor instead of just the mentor being by himself. Um, so yeah, I but back to Pedro Pascal, I... I was disappointed that we did have that initial backlash and people so people complaining because it's like, dude, if you watch any of his filmography, you know he's going to knock it out of the park. 
He's done this already. Yep. This is he can phone it in and it'll be amazing. It's an so, HBO show on top of that, so mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be quality. So it's, yeah, so it, it is sad that that happens, but you know it's the world we live in right now. Um, I'm just I'm excited. I mean, even being uh, Mexican myself, that doesn't do it for me. I'm not like hell yeah, Pedro Pascal, my guy. Like I I'm just excited because as an actor, he's impressive. Mm-hmm. He's not Mexican though, just by the way. I but he's Latino and Chilean. That's that's how it that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> like. When when people see, I, I'm sure when people see him, they think you know Mexican, <laughs> Latino. Uh, that's what you check, hey. Latino. <laughs> you get, you get a job, Latino. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That didn't drive my motivation to support him. My motivation to support him came solely from Wonder Woman and his performance with his son, and the way he looks after that goddamn puppet, <laughs> ever so intently. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm pumped, and I just wish that we were closer to a point to where that's all it was. Yeah, because that's what it should be: good actors getting roles that they deserve. Um, speaking on to the next one, it sounds like this is going to be more uh, yours and Steve's area, and this is uh, of course uh, Bella Ramsey. So Bella Ramsey, I like I said, I have not watched Game of Thrones. I definitely haven't seen any episodes with her in it. Uh, because we we did pull up a screenshot and initially in the Game of Thrones shot that everybody was sharing, I was like, "What? Like, what the hell? She looks like she's five. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what she looks like now. <laughs> yeah, and so that's yeah. that's all I had in my head because but, I, I mean, my... I could see the resemblance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And see, she's a little older now. That's the thing with kids is kids grow up fast and they they, they change they change is their features fast too. Mm-hmm. So. It's been about two or three years since Game of Thrones came out with that last season. So, and was she even in the last season? That's yeah. the, that's one where she died, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa. <coughs> Spoilers. Well, I mean, she was in the giant season. No, Steve already said it. <coughs> he said, "Yeah." <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I mean, in that show, in that season, mm-hmm. she portrays a very strong-willed, basically leader of her people. But it's kind like of she's like, a grown-ass adult. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was. Right. I, I was going to ask you guys too to ex- like explain kind of in detail what her character yeah. was, so I can understand who she is. She's kind of like the queen of her people, essentially, and, and she's like a child. So okay. But it's like the command or the the respect that she yes. commands from the way like she doesn't like you know like her in that and that's in the scenes that she's in when you hear her talk. It's not like all the other kids that they see. Even even some of the main characters in the first seasons when they were kids, mm-hmm. there's a there's a, a a difference. You can tell how a child talks. Yeah. Versus how the adult will address whoever. And when she talks, you know, like the people that come and see her, she is a child, mind you. So when they talk to her, they're like, oh, hey, little girl. And she's like, you can cut the little girl shit at the door. You are here. You will bow, respect me, or my lords will take you to the throne and decapitate you. Speak to me as if you would speak to me. I was 10 foot taller. Like, she talks to them like that. You know, and they're like, and she's smart. Mm -hmm. So when they're like... We want to come here. We want to do this. She's like, so if I sacrifice my men on this bridge here for you to do this here, how am I to be, you know, like, Mm -hmm. that's bullshit. You will kill off most of my men. We will do this and you will help us flank over here. And that's the end of the discussion. Accept my terms or die. You know, like, God damn, she knows what she's doing. Right. So it's like she carries herself like that. So I could see 
that she would yeah. have the chops to like play a teen mm-hmm. going through what what Ellie goes through. So, That's why like I was like you know, you're like Pedro Pascal, you're like for me I was like, Yeah shit, fucking Mandalorian and, and the fucking Kingsman guy. Mm-hmm. And then with her I was like I mean, she's a fucking fifteen year old sixty year old woman. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but you know, she's golden gale. Yeah. I'm so, not all so, the way there. So Joel, Joel's not all the way there. I'm not why, all why, the way there. Why do you say that? Because I, I, Steve is right as far as her character in Game of Thrones. She's like a, a tough, badass child, basically, that mm-hmm. acts like an adult. And that's a part of Ellie. But I feel like Ellie in the games puts on a facade. Like, she is tough on the outside, but she's also very gentle and almost not, not weak, but she's just a very kind-hearted and, and gentle soul naive with, a little bit yeah and uh Whimsical. and and she's she is a gentle soul in a in a vicious tough world so she has to be tough to survive mm-hmm. and so i don't see that in that actress from what i've seen her from yeah not saying that she can't do it i'm just i'm a little more skeptical on her than i am on pedro pascal because i've seen him do that role that he's going to be doing and mm-hmm. he does it fantastically so i just I don't know, and, and and her look, she looks like Ellie. I don't think she does. I do. I you, think if you, if you, I, I think you're stuck on that Ellen Page vibe. <laughs> like, right. I mean, like that's that's, oh, that's Elliot the Page, bro. Elliot, Elliot, oh, Page, Elliot now, Page. Oh wow, yeah, I completely forgot about that. But uh, I, I don't want any. No, there's no actress that can really look just like that uh, character, of course, except for Elliot Page. Mm-hmm. But I don't need it to need her to look exactly. Why, does she do the voice? No, uh, Ashley Johnson actually does the yeah, voice. Who, she that. is extremely no, talented. Like, yeah. If you look at her and you put some smudge on her face and you ever look down and put a tank top on her and make her a little bit dirty. Yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> like, you remember, you're talking about a child actor that's playing an adult actor in the other movie where you let a child be a child with vulnerability and mm-hmm. like going, especially like right now, she would, be, she would be at the point of Ellie in age, I believe. Close. As she'll, a, yeah, she'll as definitely as be a, close. And but with I'm movie saying, magic, you can make her a little, presume but, a little bit like, older. Look, uh, before you guys so, go into age, yeah, she's, I, I she to, is 15 in Game of Thrones. That was 2019. She's oh, then, actually yeah. 17 in real life. So then, oh, yeah. okay. And uh, before we, we break things down a little bit more, I wanted to uh, get Juan's uh, initial thoughts on this before you know we, we take every what? talking point. If you have one, that is. No, I'm good. I'm just listening to the conversation, actually. I don't really have a lot of input on the game. I only beat the game with Pedro, I think, was like a year ago. So as far as Holding like... Holding hands, playing with one hand. Yeah, yeah is literally we were playing together in this room. But like, X, bro. <laughs> but I no, can't like, get my hand off your D-pad. It's just like Twister. Spin that yeah. stick, bro. <laughs> no, like as far as like the thoughts go, I'm just sitting here listening because they are all, they're all valid and accurate. Like I don't know her at all. Like, I know nothing of her. i only seen up to, like, Game of Thrones season four, maybe three even. And then, uh, I mean, obviously Mandalorian. That's where I'm pulling all of my shit from. So when it comes to him, I'm good. When it comes to her, I don't know shit. So I can't sit here and say, oh, she can't do it. Yeah. I know nothing. So Okay. So where, where I stand, like, I, of course, I'm, I'm like Juan, and I'm pulling all my uh, information off of you two uh, besides the um, physical standpoint. And yeah, I, I, I too was one for, uh, while playing the game, I visualized Elliot Page and at, at that time, you know, 
um, uh, Ellen Page. And that that was like my my visual representation of a live action Ellie. Right. Um, even even the name matched up. Yep. And I was in disbelief when I found out that Ashley Johnson was the actual actress, the voice actress for um, Ellie, because I was like, so did they did they want, you know, a page and they, they didn't get that and they just kept the character design because. It just looks like oh, they were dude, like for super sure. They just, they well, just, you know what's crazy they is when that, shit. Mm-hmm. when that game got first announced, uh, her look mm-hmm. was even more like Ellen Page yeah. than, than it was original and than it is now. They okay. had to change her look because uh, of that. Because a lot of people were like, "Oh, is that Ellen Page in that game?" Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Ellen Page, or excuse me, Elliot Page. Yeah. Well, I, I always say because like at that, at that moment point, in time, yeah, yeah. like th- that's who are. Like we were basing everything off. Yeah, uh, Elliot or Alien. Blah, 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 either <laughs> way, uh, they were in uh, Beyond Two Souls, a different game yeah. that like had the same likeness and everything. So mm-hmm. it's interesting that uh, they had to change it. It's oh yeah. yeah, Jody Beyond Two Souls. That was she was voiced by Ellen Page actually mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Look at. I mean, it looks. It is. Yeah, striking yeah, yeah, striking yeah. resemblance. But so going off that, like I said, I I still see I, I think she, physically she can she can portray her. Um and again, it doesn't have to be spot on. I, I like that they are um taking themselves aside from the game a little bit. Uh again, like with the resemblance of Pedro, which he does. I mean he pulls off the look. He, he does. He does. If you look at Joel it's not 100%. So, yeah, it's not Hugh Jackman playing Joel, which would have been like, you know, boom, side by side. But it's still, he could still very much look like that. And I think that's where we're spoiled he did with the. Look like Logan. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's where we get spoiled with the concept of how good graphics are. You instantly are like, no, because this dude looks just like him or it looks just like so and so, as to where back in the day, say, like uh, Juan mentioned Final Fantasy VII. If say we were doing that, nobody looks like their head's a triangle. So <laughs> you could pull anybody and be like, "Yeah, I can see it. This blonde guy. Yeah, I can see it. This guy. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see it." Um, and now we're spoiled to the point where, like, I mean, that's that guy. That look, it's him. <laughs> um, so yeah. Either way, I, I think they both can pull the the look off, uh, knowing that yeah, she is in fact seventeen. They probably de-aged, not you know, in CGI or anything, but they probably did what they could to make her look younger or resemble a younger uh, kid, probably makeup and stuff made her cheeks look a little bit more round. Um, I think she'll, I think she'll look good. And from what Steve is saying, like I said, you guys both have really good valid points and the way Steve is describing her, her attitude, her confidence, her um, authority that she, co- that she showcases in game of Thrones. I think that will play a really big part. Not all like, like how you mentioned, but I do think that will play a really good part because Ellie is that like when she is being defiant or mm-hmm. when she is trying to come off as more aggressive because she has to, like you said, she's a gentle soul in a world that's horrible. And not only does she have to keep on the strong face because of there's cannibal monsters, there's horrible people. So you can't look weak, and I think that's really going to shine through this character. And I think that's going to uh, lead a real or lend a really good hand for. Her. Uh, now moving on to the aspects of you haven't seen the other part of Ellie within um, Game of Thrones. That that's where I, I get excited for actors and actresses to really open up. 
because I, I am completely on board with giving somebody the chance to show me that they can do something different until they prove to me that they can't. Sure. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Whoa, buddy. Like, yeah, he can play different action he heroes. Be, he could be Joel. But... <laughs> How about that? Well, no, he already tried to be Joel in a movie about his girl turning into a zombie or something like that. He could be Joel. He, he was in a post-apocalyptic movie, and he was the Terminator. Uh, <laughs> it's not the but... zombie bite. <laughs> Get to Seattle. Put his head down now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, like, I, I, I very am somebody who I'm down for show me something new. Show me that you can do this until I see it. And I'm like, okay, maybe they couldn't do it. Uh, but her being so young and I think the harder part would be playing somebody like what Steve described, the, the more authoritarian little monster that she sounded like mm-hmm. in game of Thrones. Um, I think that would be the more difficult part, especially for a younger, um, actress at that age to be like, okay, let me, I need to have a voice that echoes louder than all of these brutish looking men. That, that seems like a hard task, and mm-hmm. it sounds like she did it. Uh, so, yeah, she seems like she's a strong actress, and I, I'm excited to see her take on these different roles, even though I haven't experienced Game of Thrones. Uh, I think it'll be cool to see if she can play that just off of what you guys have told us. Mm-hmm. But either way, I, I, th- I think that they did a really good job. Um, yeah, I mean, the game already shows you all the visuals you need to create. It shows you the... The setting, it, I mean, it's cinematic. It mm-hmm. is extreme, especially. I remember there's a scene where you're, I, I can't remember the woman's name. It's like uh, Joel's. She's like the same age as Joel in that little town where you go off the grid. Like you leave the town to go um, find. She's in the beginning. I don't remember. It's been a couple uh, of years. Well, there, there's a scene where you go through this little jungle area and you go through some clickers and you make your way into this old beat up building, but there's so much atmosphere in the room. Yeah. The sunlight's peeking through and it just looks like the most gorgeous movie you've ever seen. Like it. So yeah, all they have to do is grab screenshots and be like, all right, make that. (laughs) And I think we're looking at something great, especially being HBO. The only thing I've got concerns of is I think with the last of us, it's a very unique game Mm -hmm. and it does such a good job making people care about a, a made up character I worry that the the show won't be able to replicate the same level of of care that that you put into that and the characters in the games. Like when I am doing that stuff, I'm playing Joel. I am taking part in that adventure in that story. Mm-hmm. I care about it more. So watching it unfold, I just worry that it'll it'll lose some of its magic. But it is HBO and it is paid for no, Pascal. So I think that right there is where people become the people that we dislike. I feel like now, you know, like for me, you're like, like you said, like playing it, I am him. Mm-hmm. So when you're like, oh, Pedro Pascal is going to play it and it's going to go to screen, you're way more critical than you need to be about it. Instead of just saying like, oh, shit, they got this dude to play it. No, they got her. Okay. I beat I- the game. I know what the story is or whatever. Instead of just being like, like for me, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't give a fuck who they really cast for it. I'm like, I'm into the lore now. I played it. I was them. I enjoyed it. It made me a fan of the series. So what I don't want to be is a fuckboy complainer <laughs> saying like, yo, uh, 
Joel was wearing a blue oh, flannel. Like, cause pe- that, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, not like will... you, not that you were like that, but yeah, how people get into, like they invest in a character and you can see where they're like, no, no, no. He doesn't have the mannerisms. or Bro, they're giving us something mm-hmm. entertainment form. Take it for face value. I'm not going to take it to be like, you know, like you, the actor's got to put his own touch on it. Mm. And... So, you know, not taking nothing from anybody. I'm just saying that's where I think, like, I've always tried to be, like, so non-critical about things. You know, I think there's only a few very little things that I'm very critical of. Mm. But for the most part, it's like, like, that's why I always say, I just want the movie to be fucking fun. I want to have fun when I watch it. I want there to be some action. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's that. Like, the acting part, yeah, if you win me over because I'm like... Oh my god, they fucking like did you hear like uh Killmonger? Yeah. You watch the movie and like like honestly yeah, I go in and like, oh fucking Michael B. Jordan's dope, cool. Watching it. Nigga gangster. <laughs> and then he starts like he's really bringing that out, and you're just like by the end of the movie when he's dying and he says those those, you know, bury me at sea instead of keeping, you know, whatever that whole line, you're just like Cause my ancestors knew that. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm like wiping eyes. I'm like, brought that <laughs> shit. God damn it, you brought that shit. But I wasn't gonna be like, like fucking. Nobody can live. Like if they were to make another one of them, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like couldn't live up to it. I'd like, I'd watch it and take it for what it's worth and be like, eh, he wasn't as good as the first one though, because that shit was impressive. Mm-hmm. So with the video game thing, just like Resident Evil. Like, I don't think Resident Evil brought Chris Redfield and all these characters and did any justice to anybody in that whole fucking series. They didn't. But it was fun as shit. And every single one, and every single one that they brought to it, I just went into it with hopes like, I hope they do some sort of fucking justice to this. Like, I hope hope they, no, never, not (laughs) one time. But you watched all 10 movies or whatever it was. I did. I watched all of them. Thinking like they they know they fucked up. They hurt us, right? They're gonna do something about it, and they didn't. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I was still like, still a cool so, fucking zombie movie. Uh, that that's the sure tell that Steve is a Lions fan. Six. <laughs> he knows. He knows. They all were bad. But I still like them. Yeah. Don't fucking expect more still than you're gonna them. get. You, you, said, you said they knew. They knew what they did this season. <laughs> for next season. Yeah. We you know not to fucking overestimate or over something you're fucking shit. Yeah, that's exactly it. You're, you're so used to failure that you're fucking like accepting of like ah, it was all right. At least we, at least the ride was cool and shit. Like it just it matched up too much not to bring look, it. Up. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with what Steve's saying because yeah, no. like if you go into a movie and you're like willing to be like even the first Resident Evil isn't that fucking good, but you're like it's still Resident Evil and you got to see the shit right. Like so you're still like. That's cool enough. Give it to me. But once you make six of those motherfuckers and they're not <laughs> good, like that's when you can throw up some criticism and be like, "Look, bro. Like, at what point are you gonna start making the good shit? Like, cause this ain't happening." Why are Why Just... are the cinematics in the video game better than the <laughs> right. fucking movie <laughs> right. that you gave me? And After then, the third and then one, to, to prove too, like that, that like I I do agree with what you're saying too. Um, like to to a point, it's like just like how I, I was saying to Joel, I I let every actor show me what they can do until they can't. And that's how I go in with movies too. I, I've never really stepped into a movie expecting it to fail. 
because it's like at that point why pay the the price to go in the only time i was concerned was when i went and saw um uh holmes and watson she's a diehard uh yeah, that's what she fan. gets too how about but, that but we still walked out and we we got our money back and everything. but yeah it was it was hot garbage and that was the only one that i was like i really think that this is gonna be trash but like there are people out there and that that's the stuff that i don't like because people will especially like with talking about ips and fandoms like marvel and dc movies People will go into, won't even watch DC movies and instantly be like, it's trash. It's garbage. And it's like, yeah, but then there are standouts like Shazam, like Aquaman. And it's like, not everything is bad. And it's like, I I go in the same way. It's like, I go in expecting to see an enjoyable movie until you prove me different, until you prove me wrong. And it's like, movies do that a lot. (laughs) Like, there are are times where I'm like, it wasn't that good. But I could still enjoy it, besides Holmes and... (laughs) Watson. <laughs> no, I just, I just think you know this game, this game series is like the highest of high as far as pedigree. Mm-hmm. Like you, you literally, like you ask anybody who's played that game, it's in their top five probably of all time. It is in both of those games, part one and two, top five for me without a question. Mm-hmm. Top ten, maybe. And it's because <laughs> they, because like Steve mentioned, you're, part you're, one definitely isn't my top five. You're playing a movie, like mm-hmm. you, you are taking part in an interactive story, basically. Not even a movie. You're playing a life. Right. You, you are playing and so family. <laughs> I, I don't think that this show is going to be bad by any means. I think mm-hmm. it's it's HBO. It's got some good actors behind it. It's got the co-creator of the game behind it. It's going to be awesome. Mm. I just hope that it it lives up to the expectation that the game has set for it. Because... I know I, I get what you're saying too, and and it does it has an uphill battle because right. no matter what, at the end, like the 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 whole ending, people are going to be like, okay, did it make me feel the like the game did? And we have we have proof that they have the ability of doing that. But are people willing to see it for that? Right. And that's why I like the fact they, that they are taking liberties to change some things, which I know people aren't going to like. But at some point, you have to make something a little bit different because you can't go up against that feeling. That feeling when you finish the game. And like Steve said, he hasn't done this with any game. And he sat there for like 20 minutes, yeah. he said, in thought, just thinking about everything that he just experienced. So imagine the people who lived for that moment, who play the original Shinobi and still have that aha moment where they're like, man, that really was deep. It's like, bro, it was a eight bit little <laughs> side scroller. Calm down. Um, but yeah, there are those people who will be going into this and wanting to find the thing that they're like, it wasn't my, it wasn't my Joel. That wasn't my Ellie. That wasn't my last of us. So, yeah, I, I am concerned that they do have an uphill battle. I don't have any concerns for this being bad or anything. I think this is going to be... Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's, it's, gonna, HBO. it's definitely going to be something that will work wonders because... And, and this is another thing. The Mandalorian, nobody knew what it was. And that's why when you get that... And he's waiting for you to give him permission. Like, that shit hurt. That moment, I remember... I, I was, like, kind of already over because I was, like, I was too, um, like, I knew what we were getting. And then when that moment still happened, I didn't feel that at all because I was just sitting there, like, 
Uh, don't let him go. No. <laughs> like, and, and then so, but it was something we've never experienced. So, yeah, I think that's where all the people are going to be come out hating because they were like, I've experienced this. And it wasn't the same. It was better the first time. It's like, yeah, because you've experienced it the first time. Give it a rest right. and watch it for the new content that it is. But, yeah, I, I, I definitely think that there will be some, some curveballs. People don't understand. You can't bust your first nut the second time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it gets better because you're actually good at it the second time. <laughs> the third time. The fourth time. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no. So, I I, I, I agree. I, I know where you're coming from, Joel. There there are going to be those people who are just down, and they mm. just want to bring this down because it's not going to – I I won't even say that it's not going to because I don't know. They could. Pedro Pascal, if anyone's going to make that moment hurt, it's oh, him. Oh, it's him. Um, but there's going to be the people who are like, it's not the CGI, Joel, that I want. Mm. Um, but before we do close this out, I want to know um, – I, I think I would already know what you guys would prefer because I think we've all kind of mentioned this. But where do you think this is going? Considering this is HBO, this will be a series. Are the clickers CGI or do we get some practical? Practical. I think we'll get practical with it. It'll okay. be a mixture. But it'll it's be too easy to not make a practical. It'll be, yeah. it'll be both. And that's that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, of course, I, I want big, that with everything. I think the big guy that throws the spores, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll be CGI. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think, like, the clickers, because the zombies just look like regular people mm-hmm. or whatever they are, but the clickers, yeah, I think I think they'll be practical. Mm-hmm. I, I love their design, and I, I really hope that, I mean, the, the, the world of that game made it so well because of that. I, I, I had feelings of um, A Quiet Place before A Quiet Place. Yeah. Where I'm playing, and I have my controller, and I'm, like, sunk in my chair trying to hide, and I'm like, <laughs> like trying to like navigate through all this stuff and i hear like the the clicking i'm like no 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 <laughs> so i really hope they can emulate that that's the one thing that i'm really excited to see if they can pull that off properly and i think if they take any notes from the last of us or uh quiet place like a quiet place they should be able to do just yeah, that i think this show needs to be a little bit of a horror show at the same mm-hmm. time it has to mm-hmm. have that drama and that you know like walking dead style kind of tv show aspect but it needs to have it like just entrenched in horror because these things are scary in Very that much game. So. Yeah, so I we don't have a, a release date or anything like that. We don't even know when they're gonna be shooting it. Um all I know is good cast so far, uh based on what you guys have told me about the little girl. I really do think that's a good casting call. Yep. Uh especially because I couldn't pull a different name to be like her. She's Ellie. Mm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, regardless, whenever this drops, considering they still have to shoot it post-production, I would think maybe we're probably like two years out, maybe a year and a half. Yeah. At the earliest sometime next year, but I doubt it. Mm -hmm. Maybe late, late next year, which is sad, but it'll be worth it. We have a lot more content coming up. That's going to keep us happy, healthy, waiting. And who knows? Maybe we might watch Black Widow before that. (laughs) (laughs) They say May. They say may. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. Fingers crossed, we can only hope. <laughs> <laughs>